Hello, hello, and welcome back to Adapter Pals. My name is Jack, aka a Forgotten Donut, and joining me, as always, it's me, Dustin, aka Dustin. And boy, it's good to be back. We haven't seen you guys since last year. Oh, you fucker! <laughs> I, oh, as you were building up to it. Uh, okay, yeah, no, fair. Fair, fair, fair. I, I feel... I've been making that joke all, like, past <laughs> 20 days of the year, so... Son of a bitch. Wow. It's, it's been a... Well, I say it's been a long break, but we were here at, like, Christmas just for Spider-Man, so... That was a special edition, you know? We haven't been here properly in the, in the Adapter Pal seat, you know, making pictures and... Talking about adaptations. Stuff. And we will continue not to do that, because instead, we've got a special... Very special episode. Very special episode. We've been building up to this one. So this week, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, I think, but this week we're we're looking at our favourites. We're doing a big countdown because lists are popular and we are asking the question, what are our top 25 favourite video game adaptations? Adaptions? Adaptable? (laughs) We both went two different places with that. I'm happy. With that. <laughs> I liked it. I oh. didn't think about that one at all. I'm like, oh, wait I, you, a minute. You couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've, we could have worked out what we'd name this episode. I, I think it's like, I'm going to have to call it tie-ins or yeah. what was it? It was, I had a word for it. I'll talk to you later. Well, this is a pointless <laughs> conversation because they'll be able to see what it's called. They will. Well, the thing is, it also has to be catchy, and it will be catchy. It is catchy, it's is what so I should catchy, say. It's so catchy, dude. That's why everyone's listening to this right now. <laughs> so, do you want to explain the format of how we're going to do this, or would you like Yes, yeah, so, what we basically did was we came up with, like, a top five together. So, mm-hmm. these are, they'll be what we believe to be the greatest video game adaptation, or tie-ins, rather, of all time. Um, maybe mm-hmm. with some cheating, we'll get to it. And then we've each fun. come up with our own personal top ten... But, with the caveat being, mine at least aren't really numbered. Like, I wrote one through to ten, and then I filled them in. But they're not like, you know, my number one isn't necessarily my favourite of all time. These are just, like, the top ten that I picked. Yeah. Um, Your own personal top ten. What you've got an attachment to. This, we should mention, our own top tens are like, it can be nostalgia. It can be whatever the fuck we want. It's just what we think. What we enjoyed. Definitely a healthy dosage of uh, nostalgia in here. Um, but that top five, that's definitive. Okay, that is inarguable. If you think yeah. otherwise, you are wrong. Yes. Officially. Pretty much. And also Just in that top five, we should like, probably mention, like, it'll come yeah. up again, but uh, one from each series. So we're not going to go, like, every oh, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, get. we're going to pick one out of the series, one, yeah. one character gets one adaption. So it won't be, like, five Spider-Man games, you know? I know there's oh, been hundreds of Spider-Man That's what I did. All ten of mine are Spider-Man oh, games. Oh, no! no. Well, in the top ten, I feel like, I've got a couple that may be from the same series, just because... Oh, really? I'm yeah. interested in that, actually, yeah. There's, okay. Okay. I mean, there's just so many games. Yeah, no, I get you. Um, well, alrighty. Would you like to start well, off with your let's number, number ten, 10? quotation? I've actually put mine in order. But I just didn't. I like fine. I said. I, I wrote one through to ten. I put that down, You're and like, then I'm dumb. like, and then I'm just like, oh, okay. What goes there? And then I didn't reorder it afterwards because I am of the belief that a tier list is better than a numbered oh, list because okay. a tier list you rank it by like 
quality, not by like an arbitrary number or something, like out of ten. So yeah, but it's like where you yeah, I don't know. Top ten get I, like, a click, Dustin. They do, exactly. Top 10 That's get why a we're click. calling it top twenty five. We're not calling it top twenty tier list. <laughs> yeah, although a tier list, look, they're getting popular. Well, you gotta do videos popular, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're videos as well. Their best is a video. I keep telling my friend to mm. do a tier list because he watched the Marvel movies recently. And I'm like, oh, dude, yeah. on stream, do a tier ranking or do a tier list for all the Marvel movies or something. And he just hasn't done it. That'd be so I'm fun. Like, all right. Anyways, my is it, it Paddlepuck? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's Paddlepug. Paddle it. go, go check him out. He's awesome. If you're listening, Paddlepug. Do your fucking tier list. Do your fucking Coward. tier list, dude. Um. Alrighty. So, at my number ten, mm-hmm. and this is with a healthy dosage of nostalgia. Oh yeah, baby. Because this game probably isn't good, but um, it's Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, um, dude. the movie tie-in game. So yes, though. Oh, you've played it? I've played it on the PlayStation 2. <laughs> well, I played it on the Wii, so I don't know how it is on the PlayStation 2. Um, right, tell me about it. Tell me about so, it. So, the reason I loved it is because it was on the Wii. Like, mm-hmm. I got into the Harry Potter games with, like, number five, and I got to, like, a point in it, and then it was, I was like, oh, actually, this is shit, and then didn't touch it again. Fair. But then I finished it, and then I got number six. I literally spent an mm. entire day playing through it, so it was probably, like, shit. seven hours or something. Or longer because I was a kid on the Wii. Like it's yeah, I'm bad. And like I was playing the story. I was doing the, uh, the, the I'll get to the thing that I loved. So it's like it is pretty accurate. Like adaptation of the film Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, you go through all the motions. You're in grade six. You learn magic. You go stop. You go Horcrux hunting with Dumbledore and everything. Uh, it's not important. The thing that I loved about it was the motion control magic battles. Um, Fuck yeah, that rules. Which is awesome. Like, you got to... Like, they did it on number five, but they really refined it on number six. Mm-hmm. You had, like, all these different uh, motions, the nunchuck and the um, the Wiimote. I can't believe I forgot that. To, like, <laughs> to cast spells. Um, Do you mean the wand? Because you really, wand. it really made you feel like Harry Potter. It really made you feel... <laughs> So I was just like, it was sick. And they had like a full um, dueling club minigame. And I spent fucking hours playing that minigame. Getting to the top at each like... Because they had several locations Mm -mm. around the school. And you'd, you know, duel all these people. There was a dueling club level as well, I think, like to introduce it. Um, So it was sick. Like you... And the, the visual effects were awesome. Like I went back and like watched it recently and it like it still looks good like you know you're shooting all these big balls of magic at each other and everything and so it was just so engaging and fun and like i had the day to myself as well i think like everyone was out at like work or oh that's the best you know, just got a full everything. game and day yeah so i'm just like in the lounge room just playing harry potter all day my mum comes in she goes oh what have you been up to i'm like i've just been playing harry potter all day i've got the last <laughs> mission just let me finish this game and she went um, man what a fucking loser yeah pretty much my son sucks um, <laughs> It's going to be a virgin for life, that's what she said. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just, like, really, really enjoyed it. I was like, this is, like, this is top shit. Um, plus, yeah. the story was, like, the story worked. Like, it wasn't bad. I mean, the voice acting kind of sucks, because they just get, like, not the film actors. Yeah, like um, that knockoff. There's nothing better than a knockoff movie voice. I love that oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Awful um, every time. I think it's... I think it's Hermione specifically, and a lot of them just sound so weird and so not like <laughs> Emma Watson um, because of, like, rights or something like that. She just... It sounds so off. 
Um, and Voldemort as well in those games, always. He's, he's so funny. Um, I remember... See, because, yeah, I had it on the PlayStation 2. And there was no motion controls, obviously. Mm. So, like, all the magic to my memory, or a lot of it, was, like, controlled with the stick. It's the sticks, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you kind of just, like, flick it forward. For I remember the Dueling Club. The Dueling Club fucking ruled. Yeah. Again, it's one of those games that's probably bad, but, like, I remember having a, so much fun with it. And I'm not even a huge on Harry Potter. I think what sucks about this franchise, though, is it peaks at number six. Like, that game is good, and then number seven and eight, they just turn them into Gears of War. I was going to say, they're good. just cover shooters, aren't they? Yeah. Um, they're good. They've got, like, notice. good visuals. They're pretty, but, uh, yeah. You said, like, oh... I played through them all and I hit number five and I was like, damn, I gotta stop. These are terrible. So anyway, no, no, I started at number five. Oh, I started at number five. I've never I... played the old ones, yeah. I thought you Sorry. said you played all the way up to five and then was like, this sucks. <laughs> I'm not gonna get anyone. Anyone ever again. Anyway, number six rules. Number six does rule. Yeah, it's like number five. We've got, it's like a point in number five, I think, where it asks oh, okay, you to roll. It asks you to roll a bag of, like, of. Um, feed for the Thestrals up the hill. Oh, this is very distinct. I remember it because Luna Lovegood is abusing you for doing it badly or whatever. <laughs> um, she's like, no, you're doing it wrong. And I'm like, this sucks. Um, Shut up. But yeah, number six, because I, I went to like a video rental place and just hired all my games. So mm-hmm. at the time I didn't have Plus. a job. I was 10, so... <laughs> yeah, fair. I didn't care. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it was great. Like, like three bucks to play Harry Potter for a week? Hell yeah. <laughs> Those were the days. Right? Imagine was... if you just got to go and rent PS5 games for a week. That Boy. fucking rule. Anyways, what's your number 10? Moving on, because don't want to spend too long. My number 10. And I was, I was thinking about it. We may have mentioned it in our discussion of the top 5. Yeah. And I didn't know if it was worthy, so I think I've put it in my number 10. Mad Max. Ooh, that's a good game. Is Mad Max on your list anywhere? No, it's not. Okay, I well, didn't even think about it for some reason. That's we talked about it, <laughs> we spoke and then about it. I didn't think about it. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It was like a week ago we talked about it. Yeah, this has been um, in the pipeline for quite a while. Oh yeah, we've been like, there's so much planning going into this episode. Oh, yeah. It just wasn't delayed at all. No. <laughs> Remember when we said early January we'd be back? Anyway, anyway Mad Max is good. <laughs> it's good. It's I agree. Better than it what should be. What do you like be. about it? Oh yeah, I like. It's just fun. Like, it's just fun yeah. to drive around. It's... It shouldn't work. Yeah. It's got... It's a boring kind of, like, yellowy, grey desert game. It's got generic enemies. It's got knockoff Arkham Combat. Well, it's like... It came out at that time, because it's from Warner Brothers Games. Yeah. It came out at that time where it was like... Arkham Combat is the best thing ever. Um, I mean, it's pretty and good. So but It yeah. is good. But yeah, so it's like in everything. It was so it was just flooding the market. Yeah. And this should be like another sh- one. Um I will say so a game that I have got on my list mm-hmm. has that similar thing with the combat. I won't say what game it is because it comes up later, but yeah, it's that similar thing with the combat. Yeah. Um But this one just did games. it it just did it well enough. Yeah. The combat in it was very punchy and very brutal. It was brutal. The enemies all have, like, a lot of character. The world, even though it's quite boring, like, yeah. on paper, it just has this edge to it. It feels th- like Mad Max. I think that it it benefits from being developed by Avalanche as well. Like, the guys who make, um... 
What else do they do? The Just Cause. They did the Just Cause series. So oh, that makes so much very, sense. So it's got very, very good explosion effects, very good, like, particle physics and everything. It so, really did. The driving yeah. was, like, clean. It, feels it was very fun. good. My only, like, my biggest criticism with it is it doesn't feel like it's set in Australia, which I was really hoping for. It could um, be set anywhere. Yeah, it almost feels like it's because it's more inspired by Mad Max Four than it is by like the first two. I was really, I just think it'd be awesome to have a Mad Max game that really feels like the second film, where it is like that outback Australia, but also like that deserty wasteland as well. It's got like sort of both things going on. But I do like I thoroughly enjoyed it. Part of me wants to go and get it because it's usually like ten bucks or whatever. Um, yeah, it's and, and give it a go. It's it's good fun. I highly recommend it. I don't really have much yeah. to say about it because just like. Yeah. It's just fun. It's just good. Yeah, it's just fun. It, it is a... It's a podcast game, I think. You're yeah. talking a podcast. Definitely. drive around, punch some shit, have a good time. It also works as well because it's not adapting any of the films or anything. Yeah, it's, it's just, just like, it's like an original story. Taking the license and doing whatever the fuck it wants with it, yeah. and that is always good. Also, it's like the Sonic movie in that it's a win for a fan campaign getting something changed. Um, oh? Because the uh, actor who was going to play Mad Max was going to be an American dude. Um, oh, I and did then hear everyone about was this. Like, yeah, everyone was like, no! And so they changed it to an Australian actor who is good. Like, Fuck yeah. That I would have boycotted it if it wasn't <laughs> an Australian. I would have been pretty mad. Well, Tom Hardy's um, not Australian. He's not. And uh, he's kind of flatten that movie so I mean he's, yeah. he's insane he doesn't have any dialogue so does it matter I guess <laughs> I don't think so it's fine he's good anyway yeah it's it's cool I just um he does an Australian accent when he talks at least it was yeah. just like if, if Max was going to sound American that I was going to be no, that's like, I would, yeah Max. I was going to be upset I'm like this is just this is a mad American so <laughs> as Australians we would be personally offended yeah, and plus you get to dress up in like his classic costume and car at the end of the game, so it's also very Do you, cool. I never finished it, but that rules. Oh, I think you, yeah, it's like part of the end of the story or whatever, you unlock it, and it's like, yeah, you get the car, you get the outfit and the shotgun and everything, and I'm like, alright, I'm sold. Um, Beautiful. Anyways. I'm gonna go back to that game. Would you, you should. All right, Weirdly well, enough, sorry, one oh, more thing. Weirdly enough, my console tracks me as being, as having only played it for nine hours. <laughs> Played it for a lot longer than that. Oh, okay, that's weird then. But yeah, I played the whole story and I did a whole bunch of the bases, so I don't know why. It... Weird. Yeah. Maybe you were just having such a good time that time flew. Exactly. But yeah, it was cool. Plus, there's one spot in the game where you can fill up your drink bottle from a dirty toilet, so. Oh, that's... yeah. <laughs> that's it did management like. really well, like the fuel and the water yeah, was yeah, done yeah. really well. Oh, I love it. It's like it. I love it to the point where it's like days gone pissed me off that you couldn't carry like a fuel can on the back of your motorbike. Yeah. Whereas like you could in Mad Max. I was like, that's cool, and you have to use it for different things. And any time you stop, the game will spawn enemies like a couple oh. of hundred meters away. So then they will start coming to kill you, or whatever. So it's like, well, that's at least how it feels. So it always mm-hmm. feels tense. It's like. You know, and when you pick up a fuel can, you walk extra slow. Sorry, I'm talking about this game more than No, more that's now. good. Um, Fuck yeah. So you'll be, like, hobbling across the road to your car, and then that's you can, so like, stressful. see the bad guys, like, driving, and you're like, fuck, 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 fuck. fuck. <laughs> Coming over the horizon. It is, yeah, it is it's so stressful. Cool. Yeah. What a good game. Anyways, I'm go back and play that. Would you like to hear my number nine? Let's hear number nine. All right, I've talked about this one before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Destiny of the Doctors, the Doctor Who one that I raved oh, about in the Doctor yeah. Who episode. 
because it like you as a kid i got to fucking fly the tardis i got to hit <laughs> a little button and it, it, the thing went up and down and um it, it made went, the noise Whoa. oh i'm bad yeah. at that noise <laughs> it did the noise it went it spun around and everything and then Give you got your to best go and, TARDIS noise it's like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so i'm like you get to do that you get to fight daleks and cyberman and i'm like all right this is great get to be in doctor who i'm i'm sold and like it's got all the voices from the show and everything so it's like Fuck yeah, yeah it was sick playing that as a kid was awesome i'm sure i'd enjoy it as an adult as well um that's all i've got to say it was just a very very solid big doctor nostalgia who game. game yeah and it's like it's one of those one of my first forays into gaming as well like um oh right i've only been like six or seven or something so it's like i've been playing games around the time but um like this one sticks out total total annihilation is an rts that sticks out as well Mm -hmm. um but yeah so it's like playing destiny of the doctors was awesome and it's like it's very like you never hear about it (laughs) yeah no i didn't know it existed until you spoke to me about it yeah it's it was just awesome like it really captured being in the tardis like the it's dimensionally transcendental or whatever so it's like you can go through one door and then everything changes behind you and everything um, so you kind of had to like learn layouts when going through it because the doors move and everything. So stressful. Um, yeah, I mean it's probably like it's probably not hard by today's standards, but like it was very cool. Um, as a kid, it as a been kid, really, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I never finished it as well because I always got confused by the objectives because the objectives were kind of a uh, hard to follow, or maybe they're not. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows. But yeah, it was cool, because you got to, like, find, like, the weapon to deal with the specific enemy. So it's, like, with Daleks, you got to find, like, the Dalekanium bomb, and with the Cybermen, you got to find, like, Gold Dust or the Sonic Screwdriver or whatever. Right. So it was really, really cool. And it has a fun mechanic where everything you use is tied to your health, which is a timer. So oh, you start off with, like, 9,999 health, and then that starts ticking down. Oh, gosh. And everything you use <laughs> in the game has, like a max amount that it can be used and then if you want to keep using it it cuts into your health or something like that so um, that would be so fucking stressful yeah so it's like you got to complete the level and decide which enemies to fight and which to avoid and everything like that um it's really really cool and they're like yeah with cybermen they have like multiple ways of taking them down because you can find like a fire extinguisher that shoots gold dust so you can use that to kill the cybermen but once that's out, it's just a random thing that you carry, um, and you have to discard it, and then you can only use a screwdriver to stun them and everything. Anyways, yeah, so Destiny of the Doctors, that's my personal number nine. I just, like, think it's awesome. Because um, they're weak to gold? Sorry. Yeah, they are. I always forget that. Which I think is hilarious. Yeah. Well, it's like it's the old... something to do... What is it? The fucking... I think it's... Green Lantern yeah. being... It's yellow the and wood. yellow. I think so I think funny. wood is I think wood is more hilarious because it just means you can get a plank and knock him out. That is funny, um, but like I keep thinking of terrible comic, but when Batman dresses up yellow <laughs> and he just paints the whole room yellow and there's just bright yellow Robin and Batman. That's that so shit's funny. always funny to me. Because yellow's the colour of fear, right? So that's yeah. why cause... So he's weak to yellow. You get a yellow yeah. cricket bat, dude, fucking he's done. Bang gone that's so funny but i think it's it's another one of those powers that's like evolved as well now so it's well weaknesses you know it's like um martian manhunter is weak to fire but he's not anymore he's weak because it like he's terrified of it so once he gets over his like his phobia of fire he no longer affects him which i think is interesting or dumb one of the two um 
I didn't actually know that. Okay. I mean, that makes yeah. more sense, but... Yeah. A shame. So, yeah, I think with Green Lantern as well, it's one of those things that has kind of... Probably has evolved, because... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wood is such... And also, it came out at a time when, like, heroes had a weakness. So it's like Superman's got kryptonite. Um, Green Lantern gets hit with a baseball bat and is down for the count. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, your personal number nine. My personal number nine. And this is a very personal number nine. Mm. It is Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius, the video game. What? I've never heard of this. Do you know Jimmy Neutron? I know Jimmy Neutron. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. He's the kid with the fairies. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. (laughs) Motherfucker. (laughs) The the other one. (laughs) No, he um. There's no, a kid with like the stupid hair and the buck teeth in his CG, right? That's the one. The buck yeah. teeth was the was the fairy boy though. Ah, uh, and Timmy one of Tim. Jimmy Neutron's friends, yeah, Timmy. Yeah, one of Jimmy Neutron's friends is like a big nerd and has buck teeth, maybe. Maybe, yeah, yeah, Carl. He's the yeah, big but they Carl. also they've crossed over as well. So there's yeah. been CGI animated uh, Jimmy uh, Timmy Turner. Um, Which this is, is not important. That's <laughs> yeah, it is. Tell us about the game. So the game I had on the PC as a kid, yeah, and it was like one of the first proper computer games I had, because mum would only really allow like, because it was like the family computer, um, those yeah. educational games, you know, like Math ah, Blaster yes. and shit like that. Hell yeah! But we got Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius, and fuck, that was a fun game, and also weirdly horrifying. Yeah, it was this. Like, you had almost this little open-world town that you could run around, and you got gadgets, and you got missions from different people. It loosely followed... Have you seen the movie? Ah, I was just looking it up now. (laughs) Okay. It loosely follows the movie of, like, the aliens in the film kind of come down and abduct you, and you've got to stop them. Right. And it's this horrifying little graphics... Like, everything is scary in it. Yeah. And it's weirdly stuck with me for one reason, in that it's like, there's this point where you have to go into Area 51, or an Area 51 equivalent. Right. And you're just going down into these depths. You're just going lower and lower, and it's really early into the game. And you get abducted halfway through, and he's like panicking because he's getting abducted, and he's like Robot Dog Goddard. He's like barking, he's like, don't worry Goddard, I'll be back soon! And he gets abducted. This is a very specific memory. Um, And (laughs) it goes into, like, you're in a prison cell? And I just remember little young Jack getting abducted, which is already creepy. (laughs) And, like, lights are flashing, alarms are blaring. Right. And the little aliens would come into the room, screaming like, Intruder alert! Intruder alert! Intruder alert! Intruder alert! Just on repeat. Yeah. And I didn't know what I was meant to do. Like, I'd never learnt an attack. What you're meant to do is run around them. But I was so scared, I was trying to hide from them. And they would just come and kill me. And it scared the shit out of me for ages that I couldn't play the game anymore. That's so good. It was just pure sensory overload of getting these fucking aliens screaming at me. The alarms blaring. And I just didn't know what the fuck I was doing. It, um, I've just looked it up. The game mm-hmm. looks very much like like Mario 64 or whatever in its graphical style. Yeah. Came out in 2001. That's 20... 
one years old this year. It's that's wild. Do you feel old now? I genuinely do. I would have been three to four years. I probably would have been four or five years old when I was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was just really. It was fun, but it was creepy and that's weird. That's good. I. It's cool. I hope that it was. I hope it's good. It has good, decent scores. Uh, that's something I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Um, we can, if you want, we can look up the scores for these games. Oh, that's and, a good idea. Yeah. So, um, is that all you had to say on that one, or pretty much? There was just like fun I, little yeah. missions. I remember going to the carnival and you could ride all the rides. That's you know, cool. Doing races. It was just a cool little. When games have like interaction with stuff like that. Yeah. Like little things that don't matter. It's awesome. Especially, it felt like. For a Nickelodeon movie tie-in game, it feels like yeah. a lot more work was done right. than it honestly deserved. <laughs> yeah, I just remember it being fun. What was the That's what cool. was the review? Did you have the reviews? Um, yeah, quickly, let me bring it back up. Um, it says, I got a 5.5 on My Abandonware, so I've never heard of that. <laughs> and also, it's got a 4.6 on eBay, so like pretty good, like 4.6 out of 5. So apparently, it was a pretty good game. I um, got that. Yeah, I want to look it up you, on Metacritic. You had a is good anything? choice in video games. Sixty-five percent on Metacritic. Look, I'll take that. Oh, look, maybe not. <laughs> oh, look, it's six, six and a half out That's of ten. That's pretty I'll cool. That. I like that. All right. Yeah. Nice. I've never played any of those. Uh, oh, that's any Nickelodeon games. Never mind. That Oof. was the film. I have no idea what it is on the PC. There are no reviews for the PC game. Never mind. I give it an eight out of ten. I give it a Jack's nostalgia out of ten. Absolutely. <laughs> What was your... Yeah, what did... um? Let's find out what Harry Potter got. Oh, yeah, good idea. I'm going to find um, out what um, Mad um, Max um, got. Video game. This is the Harry section Potter. of the podcast we Google stuff. And the Half-Blood Prince. Mad Max I... on... Oh my god, why isn't it just... Harry Potter received 7.3 out of 10. Which I would absolutely agree with. Like, that game was solid. I had a lot of fun. That got better um, reviews than fucking uh, Mad Max. Really? It got 69%. Nice. 73%. Damn. Oh, 7.3 for the PC. So similar. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. yeah um. Yeah, I agree with that. That was awesome. Alrighty. My number eight, though, has actually got pretty solid scores. And this is where it comes into me making a list, mm-hmm. but then not ordered in any particular fashion. Because right. you might say that this sounds low. And I guess it is if you're going my one to ten yeah, is yeah, my yeah. like my actual ranking. But so I've got also a question mark on this one, which probably means I intended to change <laughs> it and then didn't. So I've got Spider-Man Miles Morales question mark. Um, okay. And I, I it's like just because I think that it's an awesome adaptation of Miles. Um, mm-hmm. It's an I guess it's like yeah, it's an adaptation of the comic book character. I was first introduced to him properly with the Spider Verse film. I think this is a really really cool take on the character in the game. Um, I think that it's a really great game. It's got awesome gameplay, awesome visual effects. It's just awesome. Like we've talked about it before in our Spider Man episode. There's yeah. not really much more to say. Like it's just a very very good superhero game. But it's like yeah, it would probably technically it would rank higher. Like that's why it might. This is just ten games I like. <laughs> and yeah, fair. so. It's like, it basically improves, I think, on everything that the first game did, except for the story. Like, the, story's the a gameplay. 
Yeah, exactly. It's like you got the gameplay, the combat with the venom powers is great. The fucking graphics are incredible. The swinging gets improved. Like you get more tricks and stuff to do. Um, I love the tricks. That is like the biggest yeah. change that I love. The way it that they really the animations blend. Yeah, is mental. It's very very cool, and it's like that just gives me like playing it got me excited for Spider Man Two because I'm like I cannot wait to see what they chuck into Spider-Man 2 to improve upon oh, the first game and improve so upon good. this game. And it got an 8.5 out of 10, so I, yeah, I completely yeah. agree with that. That's totally fair. Um, plus, on PS5, just looks gorgeous. Like, it really does look beautiful. great. The yeah. load times are mental. Ah, oh, dude. It's wild. You can... Me and my friend did a test. Mm. We turned on Spider-Man on PS5, and we turned on Spider-Man on PS4, and in the time it took for Spider-Man to load up on PS4, on PS4, we'd been able to load up and quit the the PS5 version like 15 times over or something, oh. which going back in and out, in and out for like three minutes or for a minute and a half, I should say. It's not that like not three minute yeah, load yeah. times that would be funny, but yeah, the load times are incredible. So yeah, I just had like such a fun time playing. I played it through twice as well. Like I finished it and then immediately played through it again. You played through it all on stream. That was wild. I did. That was That's a decision. A, that, was a, that was a stupid decision. Um, <laughs> it was uh, yeah, but it's at least it's at least shorter than the first game. So it's like yeah. um, you can get through miles in like five to six hours, whereas Spider Man it's like eight to ten. And um, great length for a game. Yeah, great, great length in general. Um, God, I wish. <laughs> I'm talking about my penis, Dustin. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about my penis. <laughs> I wish I was four to six. <laughs> um, anyway, I made my joke, and I was like, I don't get it. Um, when I made my own joke, I'm like, wait a minute, I don't, I don't think I get this. This sounds really bad. Um, it was. Yeah, so... It was it was awesome. I just had so much fun playing it. So, oh, it was it's really good. It's not on my list, but I understand completely why. Yeah. So naturally, you agree um, that it's the best. It's so your number eight. My number Sorry. eight. My number eight is. It's where we get specific, much like your your Harry Potter one, Star mm. Wars: The Force Unleashed, specifically Ooh. for the Wii. Oh, because you get to swing around your you thing get like to a swing bat. around your sword, and it is just good enough that it makes you. F- it makes God thirteen-year-old Jack feel like a, a lightsaber wielder. You know what's awesome though, because it's like you can play via Darth Vader now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is even more it's like so you feel good. like a Darth Vader. You feel like oh, a I Jedi. didn't even think of that. I should have put that on my list anyway. Sorry, I didn't think of it either. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I didn't, that's a perfect thing to add. Anyway, well, maybe that'll be on our next list. Yeah. It won't. Because <laughs> we forgot. But it's fine. The next time we do this podcast, you know, top 50, top 100. God, let's not do that. But maybe it'll make an appearance then. Be here all week. But for the Wii, there was... So I've actually played both the PS3 version and the Wii version. Mm. I can honestly say the Wii version is better. Nice. Like, the PS3 version, the levels go on for, like, an hour. Yeah. If not... Like, one level should not be an hour. No. Shut unless up with it's... that. Oh, wait. Speaking of long games... Mm-hmm. Did you hear about Dying Light 2? 
Dying Light 2 being like 500, 500 hours, hours oh. or something, and they're proud of that fact. It has made me so much less excited for that. I was like, this game looks sick, and then it's like 500 hours, and I'm like, no. Fuck. <laughs> I'll play your 20 hour story, thank you very much. And then I will stop. Yeah, fuck that. No game needs to be that long. It's disgusting. It came in 2008, The Force Unleashed. That's ridiculous. I thought it was like 2005. Uh, no, uh, yeah, no, look, that makes sense. Yeah, I just thought it was older. I thought that it was like 2005 for that one, and then number two was a little bit later. Oh, number two on the Wii sucks. They take away okay. the ability to swing your lightsaber, like you have to press buttons. Uh, yeah, it's that's the worst. Dumb. But it got a 71% on Metacritic. Um, 8.0. Wait, which one, the Force Unleashed? The Force Unleashed one on the Wii. Yeah. 8 user score it was just really good it the limitations i feel tightened it up a bit more yeah the levels weren't as long there weren't as many cutscenes, but like the story was still basically the same to my knowledge it was just right. really good i remember this one level getting onto cloud city and there were a bunch of like people just walking around and you had a force push and i'm like i wonder if i could and I could just force nice. push everyone off, <laughs> and they screamed, and they fell, and they died. And Did I just kept doing it. And it was the best. You unlocked different costumes and lightsaber colours. It ruled. That's good. This is how you fucking do it, Jedi Fallen Order. You didn't get, like, one red, one green, one... You had different shades of green. Oh, so you had, like, a... Sh- uh, did you have a colour wheel? You did not have a colour wheel, unfortunately. Mm. But, like, you could get a dark red or a light red. You could get, like, a yeah. swamp green or a really brilliant bright green that ruled. That's like cool. Like a navy or a... Yeah, it was so good. I think that's a big thing for Star Wars games of the era as well, because in, like, the Jedi Knight games... Um, yeah... I think that when you, like, design your online character or whatever, it's like you have just a whole bunch of options to design your lightsaber. So. Um, the fall- Fallen Order um, falls into the problem that, like, with its lightsaber colouring, that it's, like, it's... Because the game is canon, so they're all, like, Worst. canon lightsaber colours or some shit. Um, so now, I like that it's canon, but I also think canon holds us back. Let me have a, like, a... Just give me a colour wheel. Give me a colour wheel. Let me do whatever I want. So good. I'd pay, I'd pay like, five bucks for colour wheel. No, if you want your money, I probably would, to be honest. No. To be perfectly honest with you, because I've got the mod that on PC that allows you to change lightsaber colour. Right. But it's fucking cumbersome where, like, I have to pick the colour outside the game in the mod. Right. Then I have to jump in, load up the game, load in, yeah. turn on the lightsaber, see if it looks good. Because even though I picked, like, dark purple, that's in a wheel where I don't get to see the blade. When it has yeah. light effects and particle and shit, that yeah. dark purple turns into a lighter shade of pink. And I'm like, oh, fuck, okay, you gotta make it really dark. It's the worst. And as we all know, pink's too girly for my lightsaber colour. I love a pink lightsaber. <laughs> no, I actually do. Like, the there's the pink one in the game. It looks like really good. It looks very cool. I was like, oh, wow, okay. Pink mm, is like my whole fucking cool. stream shit, too. Like, that's my brand yeah. is pink. I love pink. <laughs> Purple's so the best pretty. colour, but pink is real good. I think... No. Um, I'll talk about this later. About no, lightsaber colours, because I've got more Star Wars stuff on my list, so... Okay, cool, can cool, talk cool. more about lightsaber colours soon. Um, So, you said... That was... Force Unleashed. For the Wii. 
yeah. specifically? But for the Wii specifically. Yeah. Okay. I did, I want to say the last cool. thing. There is one issue with it being on the Wii. Yeah. You had to select the options with the Wiimote. Oof. I was like one or two levels away from finishing it. Um, I booted up the game. I did the pointer. I selected continue game. It popped up with something I hadn't seen. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Opening credits. <gasps> Turns out, because my hands are fucking shaky, I was on continue game, but like moved up to new game. No. Saved over my save file. Dude. Gone. Gone. Did you go and play through it again? I did not, because I was mad. <laughs> Look, that's fair. I was but... so angry that I, ne- I, I looked up the ending, because I was so, when, so fucking mad. When, when they do the inevitable remake of it, you'll play it. Oh my god, if they fucking release that on the Switch, with the motion controls, dude. Ooh, dude. I wonder if they will. Game fucking, nah, they do the actual version. Because they're losers. Because no, they can do both, though, right? Because, um... Just remember, Skyward Sword has motion controls on That's true. the Wii. So... But, like, they could do both. It's like, um... Republic Commando is on the Switch. Mm. And it's on PS4. Um, so they could, like... They could do a special release for it. Um, yeah, but I doubt they do the Wii version. You know, they yeah, bring over the point. PS3 version to the, to yeah. the Switch. Yeah. If they do re-release it, I'll definitely... I, I, I want to play it, like... Um, even just for Sam Witwer's performance. Um, He's really good. Yeah, well, he is Sam Witwer. Sam, um, yeah. Anyway, what is your number seven? Number seven. So, this is like a series of games. Um, Already cheating. I, can't believe it. To boil it down, I'd probably say... Because it's the Metro series, so I'd probably just say Metro 2033 or Last Light. But they're both great. And then Metro Exodus was also great. Um, I really need to play those games. They're very good, and they're always on sale for like twenty bucks for the first two. So they come in a they come in a in a in a bundle called Metro Redux or something, and it's like a remaster. However, some people will argue Mm. that the remaster isn't as good because they kind of brighten up some of the areas in the dark. Like they add in a couple more like glowing mutated mushrooms and stuff like that so there's more light overall which the whole point of the book um, is that everything's like dreary it's everything's basically pitch black like you have to rely on torches and stuff so the fact that there is like glowing mushrooms in the games adds more light than it should be but I didn't mind at all because I had never played the original version I really played the remasters I think that they're fucking excellent video games Um, did it feel suitably dark though? Yeah, I think so. There's, like, certain sections where you're just like, holy shit, it's pitch black, and then you can't turn a torch on, because if you turn your torch on, people see the light. Like, it's a game that really plays with light, which I really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. So you can, like, shoot out light globes, you can go up and you can, like, take the light globe out and everything. Oh, that's Um, cool. Yeah. So then you can really be, like, like, playing with the enemies, like, freaking out, not being able to find you. You know, you've got a whole range of different weapons. Like, you've got just regular guns. You've got silenced handguns. You've got, um... They're called pneumatic weapons. So they have, like, a air compressor that you have to pump up to then fire, like, a bolt or, um... Oh, right! Or, like, ball bearings and stuff. And that's what... They're literally some of my favourite video game weapons ever because there's, like, a full animation that you have to go through. It's like you're, you have to, like, hold down the trigger or something Mm-mm-mm. where he... And, like, he'll then be, like, pumping the compressor... And the more you pump it, the more powerful the gun gets. So, yeah, but it's like obviously it takes time. Um, Mm -hmm. It's hard to do in combat. But yeah, it's like there's a gun that shoots like ball bearings. um, And you 
like you have to like you know set it up and everything. And it's like a one hit kill or something when it's at its most powerful. Um, Fuck but yeah. then at the more you shoot, the, the the more you shoot it, like the more you get like a drop off. And there's all of them have like a little sort of a um, indicator to show how much air pressure you've got left. Um, all right. It's really cool. I've heard that's like the way to play it is turning off all the HUD. I don't know if yeah, that's probably. the way you played it. I didn't, but I'll play it again like that. Um, that's what I've heard. Like. I remember people being mad because they locked that mode away behind a paywall or some shit. Uh, but yeah, damn. all I've heard is like, oh, you gotta play without the HUD. You gotta make sure you yeah. gotta like count your bullets and shit like that. That's the way to play Metro. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I've, I've been be interested to look into that. It works as well because it's like, um, bullets are like a source of, uh, money. So, oh, right. um, your regular ammunition isn't, but like you get special like fire ammunition or something. Mm-hmm. Um, which is what you use for money. So, like, when you shoot, when you use this special ammunition, which is really, really powerful, you're literally burning through money. Um, like, you're literally shooting money out the dra- down the drain or whatever, trying to kill people. So, it's like, you really have to think about stuff. Um, and maybe regular bullets are part of the currency as well. I cannot remember. But they definitely are in the book. Um, <clears throat> the book I've read about maybe the first half, I thought it was really fantastic. But I was taking a lot of trains to uni when I was reading it and spending a lot of time in train tunnels... So, reading it in train tunnels, I was like, this is depressing as fuck. <laughs> the world outside is the world in the book. <laughs> I need to stop, or I'm gonna cry. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, this is like this is very depressing. So I played through the games, and the games, yeah, just awesome. And they oh, just yeah. get better with each one. Um, I think that 1 and 2 kind of have this, not problem, but like, have a thing where they both feel very, very similar. So they kind of blur together a little bit, gameplay-wise. But then Exodus was really cool because you then went outside of the train tunnels and you go on an Exodus. Um, <gasps> because of the name. That's the name. Oh, I get um, it. It's like the name of the game describes the game. Dude, that's <laughs> wild. Why didn't they just call it, like, Revelations or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you go on, like, a journey, you have a train and everything. It's really, really cool, like, because you... Uh, riding around in this train and the train looks cool and um awesome. they really nail like the winter aspect when you're in the winter region then you go into like a hot desert region they really nail that um and they got a ps5 upgrade recently so i was going to play through it again oh, at some cool. point i'm that might yeah. be what gets me into it i really i've really wanted to play it yeah because it's a game that like has that suffers i think in its basis base form uh, being slightly too powerful like a little bit amb- ambitious for late ps4 era yeah um, so the fact that they then, then went and upgraded it and everything and is really good because it means any lingering problems will be gone and, uh, it's got like, got like ray tracing and shit like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So just excellent stealth games and excellent, like the shooting as well is just really, really, really nice. Slightly um, underrated, uh, un- un- unrelated, <clears throat> yeah. I should say, but I just oh, want to ask, yeah. speaking of dreary, sad games and PS5 upgrades, I forget, did The Last of Us 2 get its PS5 update? Yeah, it has like a has a has a has a um, what has do they call it? It got a sixty FPS upgrade. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't have like a PS five version, yeah. um, because they charge money for the PS five version, but they don't charge money for the sixty FPS upgrade. Okay, if that makes sense. So if you get the PS five version, you get all the wacky controller stuff. Right. Um, I'll get into that. Yeah. But, um. By the way, Metro twenty thirty three at least got like. I had the scores. Doesn't really. Uh, they got, they got score. good reviews. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Metro twenty thirty three score 
it's like four stars out of five, ninety percent, you know, four and a half stars and stuff like that. So was pretty well received. Um, Exodus is what got me into it though, because I saw the trailer for Exodus and I was like, "Holy crap, that <laughs> looks like a visual that. masterpiece!" And it looks just awesome. And then when played the other two, I was like, "Yep, this, uh, I'm sold on this franchise." Fuck <laughs> um, yeah, I'm yeah gonna, it's very very cool. I'm gonna have to play it, but I highly recommend them. Before Anyways, I play it, ooh? it's time to talk about my number seven. Ooh. Guardians of the Galaxy. Does that make I mean, an appearance the, the on your list? The new one, yeah. It does, yeah. It does, it's my like, number two. It's your number two? Well, I mean, like, yours is in order, but... Yeah. Hey, we're gonna kill two birds with one stone. I see what you did there, because it's my number two. That is absolutely <laughs> what I did. Yeah, sure. Let's let's pretend I planned ahead. <laughs> well, yeah. If um, you're happy to bring that forward, so we can just talk about oh, my number easy. seven yeah, and we'll yeah. make that your number six. Hell yeah. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. What a it's fucking like a- game. What a surprise of a game. We spent weeks bashing the shit out of it. Because it looked shit. It looked awful, and then it was good. 80%, 78%, 84%, those are like the different versions of different consoles, so yeah, around 80% is pretty... Don't forget good. it won, uh, I was going to say an Oscar, it won a Game <laughs> of the Year award for Best Narrative as well. So Yeah, and it well deserved. That narrative was fucking awesome. It was so good. I was like, what? I'm attached to these characters? What? It, um, it made me t- straight yeah. up tear up when, like, everything with the mum... Mm. I, don't, I don't really want to spoil it, but, like, everything with the mum was fucking... It hit. Also, mm-hmm. it wins a little award for me for best feature of 2021. Um, you can sit down. So, at the start of the game, you're like... Your mm. first person is Peter Quill oh, and he's yeah. listening to the band Star-Lord. He's listening to their new album um, on, like, his CD... His, like, uh, tape tape player. It doesn't... Uh, no, it's on his regular... He's got headphones on. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So you can just sit there and listen to the entire album. Um, so cool. It takes probably 40 minutes, and I did that because I was like, huh, you know what? I'm going to see if this game actually commits to that. And, yeah, you can just listen to the whole album. Fuck yeah. Which is really cool. That's and then the gameplay was... Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got an awesome killer soundtrack. Uh, Gameplay maybe was fun. enjoyed somewhat more than the movie. Um, oh, yeah, anything that has the final countdown in it, I'm there for. True. But yeah, also, like, I prefer this team to the MCU version of the team as well. Yeah. Yeah. I would, and what I were you going to say about the gameplay? Gameplay was just fun. It was just yeah. turn off your brain. You didn't really need to think about it. It wasn't hard. It was yeah. just dressing. Yeah, it was very, very cool. And whenever you do the huddle mechanic... Oh, um, being able to do so a huddle cool. and then getting everyone together, getting them all hyped up, and then it plays a classic 80s tune. So cool. They're one of my... So, so cool. F- the funniest gaming moments of the year is, like, I think I was on a near final boss. Yeah. It was, um, Fing Fang Foon. Big dragon. What a great reveal! It was so, so cool. And I'm fighting him. <laughs> we get to kill the mighty Fin Fang Foom. <laughs> so good. And like, I had to huddle up. You know, I didn't have to actually. It was pretty easy, boss. But I wanted to. Yeah. And um, just getting the team together to fight this big fucking giant dragon thing. Getting them together, hyping them up. All right, team, break! Yeah, we're gonna get him. And then just don't worry, be happy starts playing. Nice. So I'm just sh- killing these monsters, fighting this giant 
dragon. And it's just in the background. Don't worry. It's like, don't worry. Be happy. Be happy. It's so good. It was like I was pissing myself it's laughing. Ridiculously fun. I love it. Um, what a sound. I had like a I had a moment in a level where it's just like I was up on a thing. The guardians were down on the ground just fighting. Mm. I got the music playing. I'm just like shooting missiles or whatever. Like you know, shooting my special attacks from on high. And it's like there's this this nice fun tune playing i'm like this just feels like a cool scene from the movie like it reminded me a lot of the start of the second film yeah where it's like the guardians aren't the main focus it's like group dancing or whatever and there's just the music playing i'm like this is so funny it was just so weird and fun and the game is not connected to anything so it just gets to like just do weird shit like you get to go and fight fin fang foom um so much they did, don't get to do shit like that in the films like because you'd have to explain who the dragon is i don't know anything about fin fang foom i just know that he's a dragon and then at the start of the game, they're talking about him, and they're like, "We're not gonna go fight Fin Fang Foom. He's not real, or whatever." And then like you get to the end of it, and everyone's down in their luck, and then Drax is just like, "So yeah, Peter goes, we get, we, I think like we got to do what Drax was talking about like way back when, like you know that's probably our best bet." And then Drax is just like, "You mean we get to hunt the mighty Fin Fang Foom?" So and I'm just like. And I'm just like, "Yes!" <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, "I feel your excitement, Drax." It, all the game is charm. Like, from the very yeah. beginning, the first level, when, like, you get a competition with Rocket to shoot the most, like, flowers. It's or so cool. It's just, like, yeah. the tiniest thing, and you can ignore it. You don't have to. But it is so much fun, and you want to beat him. You want to, yeah. like, Josh him around. It's, oh. I was genuinely stressed because I thought I was going to lose, and then I finally got into I was like, no, I have to win this. Yeah, you got to prove that I'm better than that dirty little brat. <laughs> you get attached to them so quick. I think. My favorite moment so of the cool. game is the llama. I don't want to, like, spoil it, <laughs> but, like, the llama getting you free. Yeah. That moment is so incredible. If they do not bring Kemi the Space Llama into the <laughs> films, because that's an original character. Oh, is it? Um, yeah. If Kemi the Space Llama is not in the third Guardians film, or in the holiday special, even... He might be too I late will, for the holiday special, but I hope he's yeah, in the I will. One. I will riot, because... <laughs> so good. Best... No, just do reshoots. I don't care. Because, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, top-tier character. It's just so, so cool. funny. It just made me laugh to watch him sometimes. Just fucking yeah. about. So good. Um, Alright. I, I had a funny anecdote about Spider-Man No Way Home, but I don't know if we're allowed to talk about spoilers. I think we can talk spoilers. I reckon... Um, okay, I, you've got a minute. I'm going to count a minute. I'm going to put an alarm on my phone. So, from the moment that I'm like, go, skip forward a minute, whoever doesn't want spoilers. At this point, it's been out, like, long enough. But, you know, just in case. Alright. So, if you don't want to hear No Way Home spoilers, skip a minute, starting from now. Alright, so, I'm watching Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm like, this movie's okay. And then... They had a huddle scene, and all I could think of was the game. Like, all I could think was Guardians of the Galaxy. I, if I'd been sitting next to you, I would have, like, leaned and gone, Guys, huddle up! Because... <laughs> that would have been so good. Because they're, they're fighting the, together, then they're like, Oh, we don't know what we're doing. We can't work as a team. And I'm like, this is literally the huddle mechanic. Yeah. They all buff each other up, and then they put on the Spider-Man theme or whatever, and then they, Dude, they win, and I'm like... That huddle this music, is... if that had stopped playing, that, like, whoa, 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 it's so good. I'm like, this would fit. I was just like, every time I see that scene, it's the, it's the, uh, 
how is this helping scene um <laughs> it's so good i just think this is the huddle from guardians of the galaxy <laughs> that would have been fucking awesome so that's my favorite adaptation ever it's guardians of the galaxy being in that but by coincidence three two one <laughs> and that's all i have to say on spider-man no way home dude it's a shame that they killed tom holland oh I wait know, right? i mean what <laughs> Oh. Alrighty, your number... My number six, because that was your, your number, number six, six as well. Right, 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 right. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The Walking Dead, season one, from Telltale. Ooh. What a fucking excellent game. All I've heard about these games is that they're great. I don't know about the other ones. Um, my brother's played through all of them, and it definitely yeah. peaks with the first one. The second one's okay. apparently really good too, but that... In, I believe it was the same year we got The Walking Dead Season 1 and The Last of Us. Uh, Both okay. about, like, a father and adopted, in quotation marks, daughter. Yeah. Surviving in a zombie world. Yeah. Fucking excellent. Just incredible characters. It was... It definitely wasn't the first. Is his name... Is his Lee. name Lee? Yeah. Yeah. Does Lee he and also... Clementine. Does he also get to go golfing at some point? Um, not to my knowledge. He definitely doesn't go golfing, but look. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. His face is definitely something. No, fair enough. I know, I know what happens to him. Oh, okay, I don't know cool. how it happens, but I know because that's, why, that's what's been holding me off from playing the Walking Dead games because like, I feel like I've had a couple of the big reveals uh, spoiled for me. I'm like, should I just watch them or whatever? I don't know. But, I um... reckon still play it because the journey is worth it. Okay. Because okay. it's like the okay. other characters... That you really... It wasn't the first game to make choices, obviously, but it yeah. was one of the first ones Ooh, that really made you feel are the choices good and worthwhile? Um, yes. Because that can be Telltale's problem sometimes. It, it definitely does have a case of, like, no matter what, this event is going to happen. Yeah. But at the same time, there are, like, choices that completely change... Um, I, I know in like the first episode because it's five different episodes. Yep. In the first one, there's like one person could die or not. Okay. And they're in there if they survive, they're in there for like until episode four. Yeah. So obviously they're not like super worth, super worthwhile, because they don't do like something. Oh, actually, it's a lie. They do a lot of important stuff. Hmm. So it will change up the game quite a bit, but... Have you played through it more than once to, like, do both? I haven't myself, but, like, I've watched okay. other people play it. Right. I remember watching my brother some... play it in bits, and, like, he would make a different decision a bit. Ooh, interesting, I wonder what's gonna happen here. Yeah. But it is okay, the story of characters. Cool. Like, the characters are... incredible. Yeah. And there are choices, like... Even when the same outcome is going to happen it means that it could mean that someone is really mad at you I remember in one of the first yeah. episodes like uh, there's a zombie they're trying to fix something near a fence yeah. and there's a zombie that is that suddenly attacks and you have the choice between saving one of the guys or someone's kid Ooh. so like it's more worthwhile to save a guy because like he's he's got like tech skills or something like that Right. But then again, it's a kid. you got to save the kid. Yeah, but do you really want to bring up a kid in this world? Exactly. Look, exactly. But, like, I think no matter what, the kid survives. 
Right. But that character, the like the dad, is fucking angry with you. He is so upset oh, if you pick the other guy. Right. And that will That's affect cool. things later. So even though the same outcome will happen... They're like, Jerry, we'll remember that. Yeah, it, it was that. It was the origin of that meme. Yeah. And it, yeah, it felt, even though some of your choices didn't matter in the long run, they mattered for the story, they mattered for the characters, and they made you feel bad. Yep, that's good. It was, yeah, it did a really good job of making your decisions feel like they matter. That's cool. Okay, and it I liked it. I'll have to check it out. Excellent. Highly, highly recommend. Nice. Number five, Dustin. Alrighty, so my number, well, it's written as number six, but my next one, number five, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I talked about RTS games I played as a kid before, oh. uh, so this one is Dune 2000. Oh, Dune, um, or Dune. So, or is it pronounced Dune? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I actually recently watched the new Dune movie, um, I thought it was pretty solid, uh, I was a little bit like, man, some of these guys are pretty monotone, but... um. It wasn't... They weren't, like, acting badly. But it doesn't matter. It's, not, it's besides the point. Um, so I used to play... This is my first foray into the Dune universe. Um, into the Dune universe. <laughs> to the... Oh, oh my god. god, we can get a multiverse series called... Called the Arrakis <laughs> into the Dune-iverse. Um, oh, I haven't seen Dune, so I don't even know what that word means. Or it'll be, like, Paul Atreides. That's the name of the main character. Paul Atreides into the Dune-iverse. Oh, <laughs> that is... That hurts... And it crosses over with, like, Marvel and more likely Star Wars. Doesn't matter. So, Dune 2000, it's a RTS game based... I think it's, like, uh, based on the Dune world. So, you, like, you're on Arrakis, which is the planet otherwise known as Dune. You have to mine for spice. You have to fight the other houses. So, you, like, you pick a house. So, it's, like, you've got Atreides or you've got the Harkonnen. Um, then they have another house called the Ordos, which I think were made up for the game. Mm-hmm. Um so the Atreides in the story, the good guys, the Harkonnen, Harkonnens. It's pronounced. I I used to say Harkonnen, but I believe it's actually pronounced Harkonnen, um, which it doesn't sound as menacing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so you pick a house and then you get to like you, you build up your army like typical RTS stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what I think is really cool about it though is on Arrakis, um, there are sandworms. And the Ooh. sandworms live underneath the sand. They're giant and they eat your vehicles and your soldiers and stuff um they can't attack you on rock so your base has to be built up on the rock like on Uh, the rock formations which means you immediately start with like a limited building space that's really um yeah and when you send out your like your army to go and attack the enemy base you have to contend with sandworms you can't kill them as far as I know, like I used to try to kill them, like you could, or you could, you know, because I guess you can order your guys to shoot at the mm-hmm. sandworms. But um, yes, yeah, you basically, I like my strategy was build a bigger army than you're gonna need because you're gonna lose some because some of them are gonna get eaten by sandworms along the way. <laughs> so <laughs> any tanks and stuff, like you know, build an extra tank. Give you if you need if you're gonna use five guys, take ten. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But like there was a like another mechanic like that exists in the game where you could uh, train a dude who was a thumper soldier, mm-hmm. and in the Dune universe, in the Dune universe, um, <laughs> there is a an item called a thumper, and you put it in the sand, and the worms are attracted to vibrations, so oh, the worm will go really to the thumper. Yeah. Now the thing with the thumper trooper is he, he, he dies. Um, yeah, he would. So, <laughs> 
<laughs> so he goes out there, he just starts banging away at the sand. Um, <laughs> and and then along comes the sandworm and eats him. That's um, a worthy sacrifice. Yeah. So you would be able to, like, you had to like, contend with that kind of stuff. You had a lot of resource management because you had limited building space, which means um, I think that you could take out, like, an enemy installation and you could start building on their locations as well. Nice. Which is cool. So it's like you can obviously like spread around the map, but you have to find rock. So you can't just like you can't marshal your vehicles or anything yeah. on the sand because the sandworms will come and eat you eat your dudes. Um, That'd be so like sometimes the only way to expand is to destroy the other. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, oh if I don't need this refinery anymore I can get rid of that. Um that's the thing you have to build a lot of they're called spice refineries because mm-hmm. the currency in the game was spice which you have to mine so you have to build like a spice harvester which goes out and harvests spice um that's also a limited resource in your region so you have to worry about that as well um cool and it's just like a lot of really cool things so it's just like a very cool uh it was also quite i've written on my thing it's it's here because it's quite groundbreaking it's like one of the very early rts games um There's only like it was June two thousand. There was June two before it, which was like a sequel to the film. But you know, it's like one of those very early RTS games. A lot of um, more basic components, yeah. you know. But it was just so cool to play as a kid. Um, this sounds really fun. Yeah, and it was just like there was a lot of stress with like, all right, my army has to travel, you know, three kilometers or whatever it is to the enemy base, and then you're just like, oh shit, there's a worm coming. Um, <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. And yeah, so there's just like a lot of, oh, great, I now have to start everything again because my entire party got taken out by worms. So yeah, just very, very cool, very fun. Um, there's actually a new Dune RTS coming out. It's like a 4X strategy game, so it's like Civilization. Okay, um, right. <clears throat> yeah, which I think could be really cool. It's going to be on PC. It's called Dune Spice Wars. Um, so that's exciting. Beautiful. Um, yeah, and it'll take a lot of visual inspiration from the film as well by the looks of things. Um, and fair. Which makes sense. Yeah, so I loved it. I was like, I'm here for this. All right, what's your number six? My number... Or is it five? What do we have to Sorry, Number five. Yeah, okay, we must be up to number five. That was my six before, now it's my yeah. five, so... My number five. We're going We're going specific again. We're going weirdly specific, and I'm going to okay. pick Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh, Ultimate the... Spider-Man. You've never talked about this game on this podcast before. <laughs> for the Game Boy Advance. It's good. It's just good. Hell yeah. It ha- it's like a side-scrolling game. You can play as Venom too. Venom fucking eats people and it's fucked. Does he like actually eat people? Yeah, or he's... does it happen in a weird off-screen? Um... No, he eats people. You like... You grab them. You can grab them with your tentacle arm. You suck them in. Mm. And like chomping sounds and they're kind of like... Ooh. Oh... You, like, bring them... You don't really see... It's a GBA game. Right. But, like, you kind of see him tower over them and absorb them into his body. That's cool. It makes this, like, crunching sound. Yeah. And I don't remember if the body is then thrown away or they just fucking disappear. I don't fully remember. It might be that the body's thrown away as, like, oh, no, look, you just knocked them out. But you definitely eat them. Nice. That's awesome. Um, it's a lot of fun. You save like when he people. Eats a, <clears throat> when, sorry, when he eats a head in the film, it's just like, it's a blink and you'll miss it. Yeah. And then like some spittle and maybe chunks, not even, just fly around. No and blood. And he's eating the head. No blood. And he's like, oh yeah, I had a head, Eddie. <laughs> Eddie. He's like, oh. 
God, those movies suck. <laughs> the worst. But yeah, like Spider Man, he's going around saving people. Uh, I remember yeah. Venom specifically, like his health is constantly going down. So you've yeah, got okay. to actually eat people to That's survive. Cool. And if you don't find enough people, you fucking die. Every hit is like dangerous. You're super powerful, but it's a good way to balance him. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're mega powerful. You can defeat anyone pretty easily, but you've also yeah. got to. Your health is constantly going down because the can symbiote do, is eating you. Can you do combat eating? So, like, you eat mid combat? I think you've got to, like, stun them and then eat them. I don't fully remember. Right. It was been a That's while cool. since I played it, but it was. It was just so much fun. That's sick. I and the carnage scared the shit out of me. I know I've mentioned the carnage of this unit. <laughs> Have I mentioned on the pod? I think. Maybe? Give us a quick, like, two-second refresher. Okay, it was that, um, obviously Spider-Man had the black suit, and then it disappeared, it, you know, he gets rid of it, yeah. Eddie Brock takes it, so they, uh, this company, I think it's like Silver Sable's company, yeah. grabs Venom, grabs Spider-Man, and they're like, we want to put the suit back on you and see what happens. So they take a bit of the Venom suit and reintroduce it, I think they've, like, edited it or whatever, they've, like experimented on it to create super soldiers and they give it to spider-man again and it just fucking drives him nuts so then you as venom have to defeat spider-man who is this universe's carnage yep i like that and it's fucking terrifying because like occasionally you've got to fight venom as spider-man or vice versa but this is just something else yeah that's cool i like it when games pitch you against the main character it's so much fun. I think it's always really, really cool. But yeah, I just remember it being... I know the PS2 version's probably like, everyone's going, why the fuck aren't you picking that? It's because I haven't played it. But I played right. the Game Boy version, and I loved it, so it still no, gets a spot fair. on my list. I like that. That's cool. I'm really excited to see what they do with Venom in Spider-Man 2. Oh, um, if the rumors hope... are true, and I've been hoping for this for ages, where each Spider-Man suit is going to get its own Venom yeah. variant. Yeah, that'd be sick. And Fuck then just yeah. a button, a button you can press that just makes the symbiote it. turn on, and then you get symbiote powers on the yes. symbiote. So like you get extra strong and maybe some technical action or whatever. I don't know. Um, about it, that'd be cool. Well, I've always been a fan of Batman, sorry, of Spider-Man getting some technical action. Um, <laughs> so good. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, uh, just... stop, stop bringing up hentai on this shit, dude. Come on, what the fuck are you doing? I didn't say and I said tentacle action because of Venom. Well, what you else said could hentai. it be? You've got problems. What else? What were you thinking? <laughs> Chaos was thinking about hentai. <laughs> what is your gosh darn number four? My gosh darn number five is... St- this number four is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, Fair shout. Fair Just think it's shout. incredible. I've played it three, maybe four times. Damn. Um, I love it. I it's, it's one of those games where I finished it and then... I was like, I started something else. I'm like, actually, no, I need to play through Fallen Order again. <laughs> you just um, want to do it again. Yeah, it's excellent. Like, it's a, it's canon, which is really cool, because hopefully that means that characters from it can cross over into films, or vice versa. Like, uh, I had this hope that maybe we meet Ahsoka Tano in the second game. Obviously, there's maybe. like there's a discussion to be had about, like, stop crossing over Star Wars characters and do something new. Canon but, is um, holding us back, it's true. Yeah, I just think it would be really cool to see where these characters fit into the fu- like into canon in the future, like um, where Cal Kestis will rock up next, if not, yeah. like, obviously his kid, they're doing a sequel, like, that's more or less that's been... Confirmed, right? Yeah, confirmed, yeah. And it's like, just like, the gameplay was really solid, um, I loved 
the challenge behind it was cool though that's like if you fight like a basic stormtrooper it's super easy but then like it gets harder and harder the sort of the higher up the tiers of stormtroopers you go through but uh at the end of the day they are stormtroopers so like you just use the force and kill them pretty easily i love the, (laughs) the game's like system with the force like i really like how it works you don't feel so overpowered but like you definitely feel more powerful when you're using it like being able to pull them towards you then like stab them and you can throw people off cliffs uh then you've got like the purge troopers which are so much fun to fight um and it's purge really troopers good oh, sorry. I, I think like my only criticism is that it's a bit souls like yeah, I kind of no, wish yeah, yeah. The ch- I, I wish I was felt a little bit more powerful yeah I, I think heard... if I, oh, sorry you go. I, I was just gonna say I think um no, I actually lost my train of thought entirely I was just gonna oh, say it, yeah, if you don't like souls games mm. you'll have a or if you don't like those sort of challenging like parry based combat systems you'll have a harder time getting into it yeah it's a hard but like well yeah because like my ideal Star Wars game for ages and I think I mentioned this in the Star Wars episode was I just want to play as a Jedi Padawan kind of finding his footing after Order 66 yeah. that was a story I always loved yeah and the fact that it is made into a video game and such a good video game yeah it's amazing it's incredible yeah. it's just a shame for me at least that I don't like Souls Combat that much it's so just I didn't a shame enjoy for it as you much. that you suck at it. I am <laughs> so bad at it, dude. It's yeah. not even. Yeah, it's like it but has one of my favorite like moments as well, like in Star Wars. Mm. Um, it's a bit where you go to Ilum to make so your lightsaber. Good. I was getting so emotional. Like he's going through this. It's a very physically demanding journey. It's also a very mentally demanding journey. Mm. And I'm like, I love all that lightsaber lore from like the Clone Wars and everything, um, where they sort of introduce like the kids going to Ilum. I'm gonna so get scary. yelled at for saying that because it's probably from the comics or some shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, who gives but a yeah, shut up? It's just really, really cool. Like you get to the sort of you, you hear like like force echoes from other the Jedi who have failed there and everything, and also who have succeeded. And it just all culminates in this incredible scene where Cal finally gets to build the lightsaber. Then the crystal he gets breaks, Hi. and it's like, is it not gonna work? And then he actually goes, no, actually, I can make this work. And he gets a double-bladed split lightsaber. It's fucking cool. <laughs> I had no idea that the double-bladed lightsaber was coming. Right. I hadn't got that spoiled. I didn't know anything. Had I you picked up it. the double-bladed lightsaber, like, no, I didn't add-on pick up on it. at that no. point? Really? Oh, wait, sorry. Didn't... Yes, I did. Sorry, that's right, what I okay. meant. Like, I didn't know the double-ended lightsaber was coming when you find it on... Oh, right, 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 right. I think I found it in the work you, shed? You can find it in the workshop, or you can find it on Dathomir. Yeah, or you get given it, if you don't find it there, you get given it in on Kashyyyk. Yeah. So you Do can't you? not, yeah, you can't not get it. I think it's before your fight with the ninth sister. Oh, I thought that if you didn't get it at either of those locations, you got it when he gets the split saber. No, no, so you have to get it. Or like, I oh, guess okay. you can run past it, but there's a workstation right there, and I'm guessing 90% of people went over to it yeah, I just thought that um, yeah because you can get it extra early on Dathomir as soon as the game mm. which I didn't do in my first playthrough because I didn't Neither. know about it but on my second playthrough I went and got it straight away because I'm like well I want the double blade lights up but yeah because you can like you go to Dathomir you just avoid everything you just beeline straight to the workbench that's got it and you're all good um, so good I didn't know that like I remember discussing with my friend oh my god you have to go to the you have to go to the workbench because that's where I found it. I thought it was like a secret. I just happened right. to go back, happened to go into the workshed, and then 
there it was, the fucking... Yeah. And I shat myself with excitement. Yeah. It was so cool. And it's very cool. And what I liked about it as well, because it's like... Um, sorry, i wrap this one up in a sec. I just love the customization because it's like I was able to bring in... Oh, so like. Right. I was able to make the, the lightsaber really feel like Cal's lightsaber and like from my personal experience playing it. So it's like I mm. had half of it was in you know, Cordova's because that's like where I, because that's how I got the double blade lightsaber. The yeah. other half was like, um, his Jared Tapal's like his, um, his mentor, like his, his master. And then like, so the, the color, I changed it depending on, uh, on like where in his journey he was and mm-hmm. like how I perceived the colors to work with the force and everything like it was so cool being able to do that and like really it really made me feel like a Jedi you got to tell <laughs> your own story through the lightsaber yeah well. and I was like this is so cool so it's like mine started out as blue and then I'm like well I'm using the force more so I'm gonna make it green ugly green and then, that's the only downfall. yeah it's not a good green yeah unfortunately yeah so then by the end of the game when I made my own I then made it like the cyan color because it mixed those two together and really cyan felt like so pretty, such a gorgeous. And it's also Luke's from Episode Four, so um, I saw between cool that and I think it's indigo, like magenta, indigo. Yeah, I love that blue purple. Oh. Yeah, very very <laughs> cool. Yeah, excellent game. I love it. I should play it again. Um, I shouldn't because I've got other games to play. Um, Being able to customize your lightsaber was such a nice touch. Yeah, very very cool. Can't Just give wait us a color in the sequel. Yeah, so they'll do it the sequel. Surely. They'll do it. Money. Anyways, what's your number three? My number three. Oh my God. Are we at number... I'm at number four. Wait, sorry, what's your number four? My number four. Once again, weirdly weirdly specific. Yeah. It is the Transformers, the movie, the video game. <laughs> is that really what it's called? I have no idea, but probably. For the DS. It. Yeah. Specifically for the DS. Oh, quick aside... Uh, we will hopefully be getting a new, a new logo soon. Hopefully, I, I've I'm got excited a, as hell. I've asked her to do like Adapter Pals, the movie, the game, the podcast. Oh, you did? Goody, yeah, yeah. We've goody, got it. Goody, we've got goody, to do goody, that. goody, goody. I we've love it. That. It'll be really good. So we've got. Hopefully, that'll be coming soon. I don't know if it'll be ready for this episode, but hey, maybe next week you're gonna see a really pretty new for season one, uh, season two. You'll have a pretty new, pretty new logo. Are we calling them seasons? I reckon so. Okay. Why not? I like it. I like it. It's a bit spicy. 25 episodes in each season? That makes sense. Yeah. Works for me. Wait, there's 52 weeks. Never mind. Ignore me. So, Transformers for the DS. Yes. This game was fucking huge. Yeah, okay. For the DS, I don't know... To my knowledge, this isn't the case in the console versions. Like, one of those, like, a completely different studio made it. They oh. were clearly having an incredible time. Yeah. Because you played as your own Transformer. That's cool. There were two different versions, kind of like Pokemon uh, Red and Blue. There were two yeah. different versions, but they had completely different stories because there was a Decepticons and an Autobots version. Yeah. So you played through the story of the Transformers movie, but like you were your own character and you're kind of in and around the events. Yeah, that's cool. So in the Autobots one, you were, like, meeting Bumblebee and shit, you were meeting all the main characters, and you had levels where you could play as them, and eventually you could unlock them in the open worlds. On a DS game, there were, like, three open worlds, I think? That's cool. Three different maps that you could do, you could just run around, drive around. That was the other really cool feature. 
as this transformer, any vehicle you find, you could scan it and then become it. That's sick. So you have this list of like all the different things you could transform into. Anything you've scanned stays in a list. Yeah. So you could drive around as a, you kind of start off with you know a shit little car. Can you fly as a jet? You can fly as a jet. You can do yeah, a helicopter. Yeah. You can do a sports car. You can do a tank. You could become literally whatever the fuck you want. That's so cool. It ruled, yep. and it's like there's something really stressful about getting attacked by like a tank or whatever. Or, let's yeah. say, a helicopter, because they're really hard to fight. And, like, trying to scan it mid-battle, because yeah. you want to become it. Yeah. Because it you takes a few funny. seconds to scan. Or, like, driving past and f- seeing someone driving in a uh, in a sports car and being like, fuck, I want that. Right. So, yeah. it's like my... I'm not, like, a big Transformers fan. Like, mm. I, it exists. I think that it's cool. I don't, like, care. I, I like the Bumblebee film. But, like, if they made a Transformers game... Yeah with all the amazing visuals and things we can do now and it had those type of features so you can just like you're in an open world you can see anything I'd absolutely play that game because that would be so much fun it ruled <laughs> and it had that thing that you mentioned earlier with uh, Spider-Man so at the end mm. of the game I remember you fight the like final boss is the version of if you're on the Autobots it's the Decepticon version of you that's cool so you gotta fight them and beat them so you get two different endings depending on which game you have and I bought both because I'm not even a big Transformers game but uh, fan but this game fucking ruled I love it you could unlock all the different uh, main characters so you could drive around the open world as Bumblebee transform whenever you want fight a bunch of guys just transform back into a car and drive off there were side missions there were races there was all this cool different shit that didn't have to be in there yeah it was I love that. such a good game. It had Hell no... Yeah. I think I tried to play it. I went back to it like a couple of years ago. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a lot jankier than I remember. It runs at a poor frame rate. <laughs> but it was just so good. It was... The fact they fit multiple open worlds. They weren't huge, but they were really pretty big. You could find that's secrets. Yeah. You could like go into an army base and that's the only way you can get this particular... Uh, car. That's cool. This particular jet. Yeah. You've got, you How can... would that... Like, what was it like on other consoles? Do you know much? No idea. I think it was just, like, movie tie-in where you play the movie. Yeah. I've never seen... I haven't seen, like, playing as your own Transformer in any of the footage that I've watched. Right. So I think you just play as the movie ones. Huh. But, yeah, just being able to scan anything, going around in the open world and finding shit, finding yeah, secrets... I they love all, that. All the cars had different stats. They controlled differently. It ruled. For the DS, it was huge. Nice. Couldn't, like, I wouldn't recommend it because it's for the DS. <laughs> but hey, I, if you're in I love mean... with the DS and you want a game to play, fucking find a copy. They are, it's fantastic. That's cool. I hope that they, now I want them to make a new one like that. Well, hey, look, I, look. if ever look. we make uh, Transformers adaptable, I know what I'm pitching. I mean, look, like a Transformers game is probably going to happen because there's the new film coming out and everything, so it's like... And people like those War for Cybertron ones, so... Oh, sorry, just quickly, this is what sucked about the second one. Because I bought the second one expecting even better. Yeah. And, like, the first option you get is like, okay, here are three vehicles. You can get a van, you can get a car, or you can get a mini, a little car. 
Right. Heavy, medium, light. Scam one of them, and that'll be you for the rest of the game. Oh, no. You couldn't scam... Ah, oh, like, being able to swap to anything in the middle of the game ruled. Yeah. It yeah. just ruled. And then they just fuck you over, so that's not cool. It sucked. Anyway, I'm gonna stop raining about this game. It was just... That's so good. It's one of my favourite childhood games. Would you like to hear my number three? I would love to hear your number three. Alright, my number three is another Telltale game. Ooh. Um for this list I mean I didn't have one but you did so mine is Batman Telltale Season 1 and fair and I haven't finished Season 2 so I can't talk to it um, but I was liking Season 2 but Season 1 is awesome it season introduces one of my favourite Batman concepts at the moment which is uh, the Waynes are criminals um, yeah really I just like that. Stuff. I just like that a lot and I think that's the direction they're going for the new film which is awesome um, because I think that it helps Batman to be a superhero for himself and for Gotham rather than doing it for his parents. Yeah, yeah. Um, also helps him get over being a mopey loser the whole time. Um, <laughs> Sucker. So yeah, I just... He's great. He is good, yeah. He's now... He's been Batman and Joker. Yeah. And he's done it in the same film. Um, <laughs> it's mental. So yeah, I just love it. Like, the story is just very, very entertaining, very gripping. It got me through, like, year 12... Um, I do. I was not liking Year Twelve, but I, damn, if I didn't enjoy once a month <laughs> as they released the episodes or whatever. My like one of my best mates coming around, and we would just play and play the new episode of Batman Telltale together. So um, fun. and I'm like, that was such an awesome way to experience it. And it's like, yeah, story so cool. Like you've got a really really cool take on the Penguin. The violence in it is really really good. Like you can choose how violent Batman's gonna be. Um, yeah. And obviously, I chose the violent options. You know, I'm, I mean, you're you start start off doing that, and you can, you know, it's cool because then you can give Batman like a little arc where it's like you took the Ben Affleck be, path. I get you. Yeah. Um. So it's like, yeah, you can give him like a little arc where it's like he's more violent at the start, then like he'll like Commissioner Gordon starts to lose faith in him and everything, so then you like ease back a bit, you know. But you know, if it's gonna give me when it gives me the option to put Carmine Falcone's, uh, like a a, a piece of like a metal. Uh, like a steel rebar or whatever they're mm. called put that through his leg of course I'm going to do it um, <laughs> no regrets um, so good yeah it's just such a sick Batman game like it really <laughs> also the cost I was going to say it really made you feel like Batman but like the costume was cool the costume a, was dope as hell it was very New 52 which I'm always there's a well there's like a really cool thing where <clears throat> the costume gets destroyed at one point in the game and if you you get like two options one where you like sort of invest time in putting together a new costume or one where you go and like help someone else or whatever mm. and if you choose the other option where you don't invest time into the new costume he has to like whip out one of his older costumes and it's the classic like I did the same sort thing. of material yeah and the material and like the black logo I'm like that's so cool um, one little thing I remember because it's just like those little choices that you don't think are gonna matter yeah. at the beginning of the game it asks you like what colour do you want your tech to be yeah and you have like purple red yellow or white I think yeah I went blue I think blue was one of them like a bluish oh, blue. white yeah okay I went purple because I like a Batman yeah, very cool. I like my Batman with a bit of purple and yeah, there's a part good. where like you're trapped I think someone's sending you a message a secret message or something yeah and the only way you know it's for you is because it's in like the purple ah, that you chose. That's cool. I, it was just a choice that I thought was going to be purely aesthetic. Yeah. That ended up being something. And that's it was sick. such a cool little 
just a little hint, a little. Oh, it was great. That's very cool. That's but yeah, that's game. my, that's my number um, three. Yeah, my number yeah. three. I also <laughs> really like the, the Guardians Joker of the Galaxy threw me off. I liked him. Um, I believe John he goes Doe. full Joker. Yeah, he's like full Joker by the end of season two, as far as I understand it. Yeah, and, uh, and people knowing, liked him. So knowing that you owe him an, owe him a favor for the next game. Yeah, terrifying. It's cool. I thoroughly enjoy it. I'm just like, this is a very good Batman story. It's one of my favorites, even. Um, so, so yeah, I can't wait to try season two again, and maybe even a season three one day. You know, there's a Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I did. Telltale series. Yeah. Apparently, it's really good. Is all I've heard. Um, Telltale's pretty good at what they do. They tell good stories. Yeah, they do. Anyways, so you're number three. Number three, an absolute classic. The Simpsons okay. Hit and Run. Holy shit! I completely forgot about this game. It's <laughs> awesome though. Would that maybe have made an appearance? Maybe, but I'm maybe. glad it's on yours because I yeah go. What a game! Go nuts! What, what do you a think of it? Fucking game! I GTA for kids. Yeah, pretty much. Being able to play as a bunch of different Simpsons characters, running around, driving their cars poorly. It's fucking hard as nails too. That last mission I still haven't beat. Really? It's so hard. It's so hard. I've never actually, like, because I wasn't into console gaming ever mm. as a kid. Like, I didn't have a console. So I've only ever played at friends' house and just, like, driven around and, like, punched people and run people over oh, and stuff. So, yeah. Oh, it's it's really... The last few missions get brutally difficult. Wow. I remember... But it's just so much fun to fuck about in that Simpsons world. Like, yeah. Like, I remember spending 20 minutes just punching Millhouse off a cliff. <laughs> like, I just, I just remember doing that as, as Lisa because he kept following me. And, yeah, there's a point where he's standing next to a cliff and I would just punch him off and he'd fall down. And then he'd just awkwardly walk up like a vertical... Nice. Oh. <laughs> a vertical mountain because he needed to get back in position to accept a mission or whatever. Yeah. And then I'd just punch him back down and he'd fall down. It's and so he'd funny. just climb up and I'd punch him down. It was so... Just to fuck about in that world. It's so much fun. I was a big Simpsons kid. I love the Simpsons. Yeah. It was a really funny game. I find myself re- still quoting a bunch of it. Oh, it was great. That's so good. It's... What was the story in it? Like, what? Oh my god, mental. It was okay. like... There were aliens, there were surveillance bees, there were corporate espionage, there was abductions. It was mental. Is it all like the voice cast from the show as well? Yes, full voice cast. That's that's sick. Love that. And they Alrighty. all do excellent because they're like, it's not one of those ones where a movie tie-in has the voice cast and it's bad because they're actors, <laughs> not voice actors. Ah, did you did you see Tom Holland and Zendaya in Fortnite? I did not. Are they bad? It's, it's very funny. Oh, um, I didn't it's know they so bad. Them. It's so bad that they sound like. Like um, what are they called? Like, uh, sound alikes, whatever. They they oh. sound like people doing impressions. <laughs> that is a shame. Which is mental to me because he's a CGI character in those films anyway. So isn't half his job just voice acting? Yeah. <laughs> Got him. No, but um. I was actually talking about yeah. the other Spider-Man two, McGuire and Spider-Man two, who's awful. Oh boy, that's funny. Just yeah. take his uh monologues from his voiceovers from the films, put it in a game. Oh, bad. So bad. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, yeah, Tom Holland and Zendaya, they just like, there's like a, because they put Spider-Man into, that's my mm-hmm. favourite adaptation, Spider-Man Fortnite. Duh, <laughs> beautiful. 
Yeah, so they they get them to do like the little intro cutscene, and it just sounds so awkward. Oh. And I was like, "That's Tom Holland and Zendaya." And then my friend was like, "No, it's not." And I'm like, I looked it up. I'm like, well, yeah, well, it unfortunately like is. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so funny. Anyways, that's a little tangent. No, um, Simpsons hit and so run. Simpsons hit and just, run. Awesome. For a kid who wasn't allowed to play GTA, this was my GTA, and it yeah. fucking ruled. I loved every second of it happy to hear it all right would you like to hear my number two number two i'd love to hear number two i am a massive fan of lord of the rings i think that they're incredible books and films so when a little game called middle earth shadow of war sorry shadow of mordor came out i fucking loved it i played on the xbox 360 and it's bad on that one like the graphics just suffer a lot but i loved playing on that so much i ended up then playing it on ps4 um, then I got Shadow of War. So I've actually got both. Like, I've just got the Middle Earth yep, games yep. as my number two. Fair enough. Um, they're definitely non-canon because they take some hilarious uh, liberties <laughs> with the lore. Um, but not in a bad way. Like They're just having fun with it. They Yeah, and I think Shadow of War, for a, for a couple of these reasons, edges it out, I think, because it does do a good job of tying into that universe's version of the events of the film because mm-hmm. um, the character you play is Talion is revealed to um, have an impact on the films oh, in a right. really, really cool way. Then, like, the final cutscene shows some stuff from the films and everything. Nothing, no characters or anything, just kind of shows, like, the destruction of Mordor and how it's, like, Talion was involved in that in a really awesome and, like, cool. impactful way. Um, obviously, there's the big microtransaction debacle and loot box debacle yeah. that happened with Shadow of War. It sucks. They shouldn't have done that. Um... The game is great, though. I think it's a very, very, very solid video game, Shadow of War, and I think that Shadow of Mordor is just awesome. The story is great. Talion is an awesome protagonist. The gameplay... This is what I was talking about before with, like, Arkham-style combat. Yeah, but um, done really well. It worked. Yeah, it worked for sword fighting, I think. Um, but the, the Nemesis main, system... Yeah, the main thing that is what we have system. to talk about. It's yeah. just... It is a crime. It's it hasn't so been incredible. In it's a crime that Warner Brothers Games um, <laughs> patented it. It's bad bad time. Um, Wonder Woman that's coming out, the Wonder Woman game that got announced mm. is going to be using it, apparently. Um, Fuck yeah. It, it which is, is perfect awesome. for a superhero. Yeah. That Nemesis system is so good. So for those of you who don't know, the Nemesis system, which I think we've explained before, is a system where you form uh, relationships with enemies um, over the course of, in, like, over your every time you interact with them, they remember aspects of what you do to them and aspects of how you play and everything, and then that informs their character for the next time you meet. In Shadow of Mordor, at the very level, in the Shadow of War games, like in that series, um, you can die and come back to life. That's like the core of it, is that your character, Talion, has a... um, He's like got a wraith inside him, so he can never die. So they kill you, and then you come back to life, and the first couple times this happens, they're like, what the fuck? Once again, Um, Troy Baker as well. Yes, yes it is. I love it. He's awesome. He's just so good. Um, so funny when you go and look at his work and then you're like, wow, he's, he's been in my life a long time and I didn't even know about <laughs> yeah. it. Um, yeah, so... They, those enemies kind of like move up and down the ranks. Yeah, they, the yeah, they can Empire. go up and down the ranks. And then it's like you can begin to control that when you start like taking over them with the possession mechanic. So it's like you can have your own orcs that you can then put into power, which comes in handy even more in Shadow mm-hmm. of War, the sequel, where there's three sections of the map and in each section 
there's a nemesis system for each one. So, and that means that there's like, you have three castles that you control out of it. So it's like you control the orcs outside the castle and then you have to control the ones inside the castles. It's very layered and it's like you can then put your orcs into like positions of power at the top. Each um, chief orc has like his own uh, like posse as well. So you can take over members of his posse. Um, They don't call it that in the game. What do they call it? Just like fuck doesn't matter you can take over members of that to then assassinate him and everything so you can like order the orcs around you can make them fight in arena battles and they've um, each got their own like personality too like I, yeah I exactly if you kill one with fire when they come back they'll be like afraid of fire they'll have a they or, or they'll, they'll either come back afraid of fire or they'll come back strengthened by fire mm. which is really cool so i had this one orc his yeah. name escapes him a bit like I was struggling to kill him. He killed me so many times. I was always injuring him and everything, but he would never die. He would just escape. <laughs> and he w- ended up, like, so he injured him with poison, so then he had, like, poisonous pustules all over him. Um, but then, like, I set him on fire, and he escaped, and then he, so he came back with, like, half his face was burned, and he also had the poison stuff on him. And then, finally, I killed him, so and I was like, it's over, it's over, he's dead. I kicked him to his death. And they come back to the camp one day. I've got to do another thing, and then he's there, and he's like, "I'm back, bitch." Oh. And he had like they'd like uh, reconstructed his head, so his like head was stitched together with like a helmet on, because he'd cracked his head open and split it open on the ground or whatever. So yeah, that like some of the terrifying. You know, like, I was like, "You're back." Um, <laughs> and they they had like orcs that would if you did, like, a special execution, like, cut them to pieces, they could then get resurrected and they would have, like, mechanical parts and everything. So and cool. if you kill them with magic, sometimes they come back with, like, magic powers or whatever. It was so freaking cool. They all remember you. They all, like, have their own insults that's specific to your encounters with them. Um, they're just such awesome games. That was one of and my favorite massively things. underrated. Like, I, I remember facing this guy and I was a bit underleveled for him. So yeah, I had to run. And the next time I saw him, when I was like a little bit higher up, he was like, "Oh, what are you gonna do? Run away like a little baby again?" And I'm like, yeah. "I'm gonna fucking end you. Fuck you." It's like, actually, now I'm gonna kill you. And then yeah. he beats you because you get cocky, yep. and it's like, "Oh, great." That's um, basically exactly what happened. <laughs> I got like genuinely mad because they called me out. I developed yeah. my own relationship with it. What yeah. a game. And it's so cool, and it's ah, it's just such a shame that only WB gets to use it. But like, yeah, those are awesome games. I really need to play them again. That's They're just a perfect game of like the story stops mattering because you just yeah. want to play the Nemesis system for. And the stories are good as well. Yeah, it's, it's like the story is good, but yeah, the fact that it just doesn't matter because you can have your own little stories. It's so good, and also Castle Sieges were great, and they got even deeper when it's like you can just attack a castle with your current army Hmm. and you can do nothing but just attack it and you'll have a much harder time like because they have all the defenses but if you put in the work with the nemesis system and you go in there and you possess some and you put your own guys in power you can take out their defenses and then you'll be attacking and then your guys will be like will have had plans and, like, you can get through it a lot faster, and it's really cool. But also, you can get betrayed if you screw over one of your orcs, like, if you don't save him or whatever, and he gets badly injured. He then might he'll be like, well, that. you abandoned me. Yeah, he'll remember it. Yeah, it's like, it's Grishnak the Clobberer will remember that. Um, <laughs> and 
so then you have to deal with that like you can get betrayed mid-combat and stuff and like it's so freaking cool um the second game introduced orcs having like brothers and stuff like blood brothers so if you kill an orc's like if you have an orc on your side Mm -mm. and then his blood brother is on the enemy's side and then you kill his blood brother your guy will be like well you killed my brother so i'm gonna kill you um but it won't just happen off screen it will be like an event like you'll be doing a castle siege and then that's when they take their opportunity to like stab you in the back or whatever and you're like, wait, what? Why did you and he goes, you, he's like, you killed my brother, you dick. It's so cool. Anyways, that's uh, that's my number two. So. That, you have made my day telling me the Wonder Woman game is going to have that. I can't yeah. fucking wait. I'm, I'm very excited about it. I think it'll be very cool. Oh, I just want to play that again. Right, what's your number two? My number two is maybe one of my favorite games of all time. Ooh. Star Wars Battlefront 2, the original, 2005. Hell yes. I fucking love that game. I love it so much. Yeah. I remember the classic borrowing it from the Video Easy or whatever we had, our blockbuster. Yeah. And borrowing it once and having the fucking time of my life. Just flying around ships and... Shooting oh, down it's people. Awesome. It's such a good game. It is such a good... And an incredible story mode. Yeah. You play as, like, the 501st Legion. It's cool. And it's voiced by... I believe it's voiced by Tamora Morrison. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you play um, through the 501st as clones. And you play sick. through... The Clone Wars. Then you play through Order 66. And you, you actually get to do it, right? You carry yeah, it yeah. out. Yeah, you carry it out. You get to, cool. I think you're like running around the Jedi Temple shooting Jedi. It's fucked. Yeah. Then Do you, you get to kill not just the men but the women and the children too. <laughs> the children uh-huh. too. Master Skywalker. There's two. Anyway, <laughs> um, I remember that. Then you become clone uh, stormtroopers and you play yep. through the events of those films. It's so much fun. That's sick. I, I love mm-hmm. because I've heard some of the audio logs from that game. Yeah, it's like so voiced by Tamara Morrison. It's just awesome. I'm like, yeah, you gotta play through it. It's so cool. I would love to. When I, when I get a PC, it'll be up. Oh, it's always like ten bucks. bucks too. It's great. There's mm. like one scene, and it just stuck with me. Playing through, like I think it's in between three and four. This mission, yeah. Um, it's like you play as the five first, and this is kind of. So I'm a little bit disappointed in the Clone Wars. I mean, I'm sure it was great. I haven't watched it yet. But I'm yeah. aware that they've got the chips that change their personality. Yes, 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 yes. In this, they don't, to my knowledge. Yeah, just because it's go like the old sort of... Yeah. And it's really um, sucky. So, like, there's one yeah. part of the game where you have to go back to Kamino because, like, there's a bad batch. There's clone troopers that have betrayed you. Nice. So you have to go in and kill clone troopers, which yep. are the people you've been fighting with for the past, you know, few hours of the game. And during it, plays the the music when Anakin is deciding whether or not to betray the Jedi Order. That's sick. That beautiful, like, uh, operatic, when yeah. like, he's looking at Padme. And just killing the the clones that you've been fighting with for so long 
with that music playing. I fucking I had to pause it. I was almost in tears. It was just beautiful. Yeah, that's sick. I think what I'd like, just on the chip thing, this mm. is very brief. I wouldn't like it if they didn't end up using it so well with the story. Yeah. Throughout the Clone Wars, I'm sure it's like done if well. it was just yeah, it is ends up being used like, really really well. Mm. And I think it's cool, but yeah, it is. There is something to them just going along with it. It's fucked. Which is more fucked. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. such a good game. I Sounds should mention, awesome. I borrowed it from Video Easy, forgot what it was called for years. Yeah. yeah. And then one day, just out of the blue, I think it was my grandmother was just like, oh, I found this Star Wars game you might like. Uh-huh. And it was that. Nice. I, I booted it up and I immediately was like, oh, it's back. Grandmothers are awesome when it comes yeah. to gaming. Like, I had this experience, like, mm-hmm. I was talking to my grandmother um, about a couple of games I was really willing to play. Yeah. Um, I was like, I really want to play this, I want to really play that. And then I went to school that day, and then I come, o- I come home, and she's like, oh, I got those games that you're after. Fucking I'm the like, sweetest. I'm like, I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, you just seem so excited about it. So I went up to EB Games, or whatever, and got them, and I was like, nice. I fucking... That was so cool. This makes me want to go see my grandmother and give her a hug. I just love it. Yeah, right? She... When I got a Wii... Yeah. Because, like, I would played a Wii at a friend's house, and I played Smash Brothers. Yeah. I I really enjoyed Smash Brothers. And when I got a Wii, my grandmother just randomly was like, oh, I bought this game, I hope it's good, and it was fucking Smash. (laughs) Like, she just... She just knows me. That's so cool. She didn't even know what it was. She was just like, this is good. Fuck yeah. I love that. Um, yeah, um... We gotta do a side like my... podcast called I Love My Grandmother, where we just tell our stories about our grand. Would you like to hear my number one, then? Is it your grandmother? Well... <laughs> number one. Well, it's tied into... So, my number one is oh. Tron. Fuck yeah. Um, now, this one is for a couple of reasons, because mm. there's a couple of Tron games. The one I'll probably talk about is the one that my grandmother got me. Um, was this one of the games but... you're excited about? Yeah, I was just like, hey... Fuck I was like... Yeah. I want I want like I want this Tron Wii game and I wanted like the Harry Potter Wii game mm-hmm. or something. Uh, the number seven she went and just bought them. I was like, that was awesome. But I I put Tron and like this one I would rank high as well. I put mm-hmm. Tron like the original video game is what I was thinking when I wrote this. But I'll just talk about Tron as games in general. Yeah. I think it's very important what Tron did as a film for CGI films. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, for video games and movies being tied into one. It's pretty awesome. So back in the 80s, a Tron arcade game came out. It was called Tron, and it had, like, the disc fighting, and it had the light cycles, which is the most iconic one. And it had, like, something with the MCP program. Well, MCP stands for Master Control Program, so I said Master Control Program Program. Doesn't matter. Nice. Um, What a digger. Yes, it had, like, like, something with that. It had, like, something with something else. Um, But it just perfectly captures those games in a 2D format from the film. The Tron game that I played on the Wii was called Tron Evolution Battle Grids. Now, you may remember Tron Evolution was an Xbox 360 game. They made a Wii version, which is a lot better. Um, you right. got to do light the cycle Wii fighting. like, are often shit, but sometimes. Yeah. So it's like, it had, like, a cartoony art style. It had, like, a really fun story about you being in this tournament and everything. You're rising up through the ranks in the tournament. Um, you ride around the light cycle. It looks like Tron Legacy. It's a great film. Um... And you got to do, like, the light disc fighting, like, throwing them and everything. Yeah, with the but, Wiimote. Um, with the Wiimote. Yeah. Um, you got to control the motorbike with the Wiimote. You got to Dope. drive, like, the like the cars from the film. Um, 
but yeah, it was just like so much fun. Really captured that Tron Legacy world. Also mm. captured just like the vibe of Tron in a really really cool way. But um, yeah. So I just think I'm more putting Tron not so much for any one game being really really good, mm. but like or like being like my favorite ever. I think it's just there for impact and how underrated Tron ends up being now. That's like had such impact on the world of film and gaming. You put it on. For Tron's legacy. Hell yeah. Puns. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's just like... It just has like yeah, such a great legacy, which I feel is so underrated now. Like, a new Tron game should be a thing. Fuck yeah. Because Tron has such a cool... And like, it's, it's like, a, like especially like Tron Legacy, has like an edgy sort of... Like, they're all in black with like the lights and everything, but it has like such a cool cyberpunk feel. I mean, Tron's making um, a, an appearance in a lot of other games. Like, there's the Tron mode in GTA Online. Yeah, there is. There's also Tron in um, Kingdom Hearts. Oh, is there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to do original Tron, then you get to do Tron Legacy Tron as well. Oh, that's cute. Um, so it's like, I just think, like, it, and you, there's supposed to be a Tron 3 in the works, unfortunately, with Jared Leto. Oh. <laughs> but um, yep. it's, I think it's cool that they want to make a new film, because it's something that's, like... Sorry, I'm talking more about the films, I feel, but, like, oh, it's something it's that I think fair. is deeply relevant for visual effects mm. films. Um, and the game and, was yeah, fun. just these... And the game was just so much fun, like, playing both versions. Like, I played the original version on, like, PC, and then it's like I've played a 3D fan-made light cycle game, which looks exactly like <laughs> the light cycle arena from the original film. Fuck and... It's just so cool. So it's just, I don't know. This one, like you said, it's for it's for its legacy. Um, yeah, as I poorly said, more but than it was anything true. else. Yeah, I'm just like it's just such a cool thing that's been adapted so well to video games. Fuck. Um, and should be adapted more to video games. Like if we did a Tron adaptable episode, that'd be so much fun. But we can it's do like, it. Like there's such a there's such a cool visual style in both versions. Anyways, that's my number one. Is just yeah, it's just Tron in general. Um, Fair. Would you like to hear What's... my number one? Nah, I'm going to bed now. <laughs> okay, good night. <laughs> now let's hear it. If you're a long-time listener to this podcast, I feel like you'll already know the answer to this. Yeah. What else could it be but Marvel Ultimate Alliance? Oh, what? I know, truly shocking. But, oh, what a game! What a fucking game. Top down, or like kind of angled, but top down. Yeah. You're playing as all these different Marvel characters. I remember so it so vividly asking, begging my mum, oh, can we please get this game? It looks so good. She's like, it'll be, your, you can't play it till your birthday. Like it was nearly my birthday or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, cannot, you can't play it till your birthday. And just th- those two weeks, just waiting, looking at it, staring at me. <laughs> She just wrapped it up and hidden it. <laughs> she may have, but I must have found it. <laughs> oh, no, it was just... That's so good. The You could tell they enjoyed making it. Yeah. There were so many things it didn't have to do. Each character had four different unlockable costumes, for example. Yeah. Which is wild. They each had, like, different stats, too, which I was too dumb of a kid to pay attention to. I was just like, <laughs> I want this one, I think this one looks I just cool. want to be Iron Man. Yeah, um... but, like, Iron Man wasn't a big deal back then. It's oh, this true. Little, it's this little time capsule of the of the yeah. Marvel Universe before MCU. 
where people gave more of a shit about the X-Men and Spider-Man than they do about yeah. Iron Man. It's, it's so cool. It was such a good game. One thing that I always... It's just lovely. If you're facing Mysterio... Yeah. And you happen to pick Spider-Man... Because there's like a big roster of like 20, 25 different oh, there's Marvel like characters. Oh, there's like specific dialogue and stuff? Yeah, the specific dialogue. I remember specifically so cool. the Mysterio one. Um, regularly, he's just like, I'm Mysterio and I'm going to fucking beat you. But if you pick Spider-Man, they have this little back and forth of, Oh, hey, Chrome Dome, what's going on? Oh, that's so what cool. did you do with the fish that you uh, stole since you stole their home and put it on your head? It's like a charming little... It's it's where I learned a lot of Marvel stuff too. Yeah. I like had a rough... You know, I knew Spider-Man, I knew the X-Men. But this is where I learned about characters like Deadpool. This is the first yeah. voiced Deadpool ever. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the first time Deadpool was ever voiced in anything. It was in Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Wow. They ha- That's crazy. I, I think I mentioned this before. They they had little competitions where fans could put in their own voice work and they'd get a small <laughs> role. Yeah. It's great. It's where Aaron Hansen, who I know you're not super familiar with, but a YouTuber, a Game Grumps, Ego Raptor, he got his first voice acting role there. Far right. It's so good. It's just That's a sick. game made with love. Yeah. It was my first introduction to a lot of characters that I'd now call my favourite, and this world that I'd never... Similar to you and Guardians of, like, I don't know who Fing Fang Foom is, I learnt about him in this game. Right. I learnt about this villain and that villain, and I'm like, who the fuck is this? Okay, well, I can see if I pick this character, they've got dialogue. So that must be his villain. Okay, I'll go research that and find out about this guy. That's cool. I like that a lot. It had such a good story, like a fun yeah. nonsense story. Oh, what again? We gotta play it. We're gonna play it together. Oh, absolutely! And it's always on sale, right? Oh, super on sale. It was great. Right. There was like so many I'll different. Sorry, I'm gonna, my last little rant about it because it's great. There's this whole side story about like um, whether someone is a double agent. Yeah, that you could miss. Oh, yeah, you had told me about this. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's great. So cool. You could just, yeah. if you just happen to talk to the right people and get the right information, then you get this story. If not, it doesn't really affect much, but it's so good. It's so good. I just, I love shit like that. It's the um, Alrighty. So, that's our personal top tens. That's the top 19, technically, because we shared Guardians. We I'm so, shocked um, we only shared one. That's really yeah, cool. no, same. That's insane. Alrighty, so now time for the top five video games based on something of all time. Um, yeah. I'll, I, I, now, I remember what I wanted to call it. I had a name, too. It's fine. That's, well, 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 you'll remember. Yeah, remember. Alright, so the first one that we decided on is immediately cheating. Um, Absolutely it is. So at number five is the best video game on their top five best video game tie-ins of all time. Mm-hmm. We've picked Ratchet and Clank at the 2016 game. Now, you might be wondering, wait, Jack and Dustin, you fucking idiots, Ratchet and Clank is an original video game franchise. And also, it's and just yes, a remake of the is. first game, kind of. So, Ratchet and Clank, the 2016 video game um, from Insomniac Studios, it is based on the film, which is based on the first game, so the game uses cutscenes from the film. Which you found out midstream. Therefore... Which I found out on a stream. It really pissed me off. So all the film cutscenes, it just blocks and they've never updated it to fix it. <laughs> Fucking dick. Because nobody watched um, that film. 
Yeah, no, I remember it coming out. No, I just forgot it existed. Um, but what a game. Uh, Sly Cooper film win. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be happening. But anyways, yeah, it's such a great game. But yeah, so I count it as a video game tie-in or adaptation of a film or other property because it is based technically on the film. Yeah. Um, and it's a great game. It is awesome in every respect. I love it. Do you have anything to say? It's like specific. It's just fun. It's just a yeah. fun platformer. Like classic. It just It's just good. <laughs> it made me feel like a kid. Like it's gorgeous. I was playing it and it's like it's gorgeous. It's fun. You're collecting little nuts and bolts and everything. And I'm like you know, you're doing the skateboarding missions or whatever they are. Um, I'm just like, this just is entertaining and I'm not getting depressed because it's not an emotionally straining game. It's not like The Last of Us where like that like just hurts you for oh, a week. Oh, gosh. It's just like, you just play it and you're having fun and it's just a good time the whole time. It's like... Um, it's awesome. Video game distilled. Like, it's just pure video yes. game. There's just yes. not... You're not going to worry about anything... Even though it's based on a film, it's not super cinematic. It's just, here's a oh, bunch yeah. of shit we thought would be fun. Do the and fun. And it's like, the combat is really, really great. It's really intuitive. The, I don't know what I was going to say. It's, it's funny as well. Mm. It is just genuinely Charming. very hilarious and humorous and everything. I really want to play the new one that came out, which technically isn't a sequel, but is a sequel, apparently. I'm really excited for it. It's, it looks yeah, so I'm pretty. So clean. So clean. Once it goes I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's expensive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just like, it's just fun. It's probably some of the most fun I've had because you don't have to worry about what the story is. Like, I don't remember. It's just Ratchet and Clank meet and then they join the Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever they call themselves. <laughs> um, you, you're can't not remember. fucking wrong, though. They're the Space Force or Space... Uh, yeah, I don't the Guardians know, space... of the Galaxy, let's just go with it. Yeah, so I'm just like, it's just stupidly fun. The villain is hilarious. The final boss was great. Um, I liked how a lot of mechanics that are just like... you know the, final, the ending of the game uses all the mechanics throughout the game. Like, it uses the skateboarding, like the rail riding. It uses the jetpack and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, his costume looks really cool. Like, it's just, just good. so much it's just fun. Good. It's, That's why it's... It's hard to, like, critique it or say anything about it other than just, it's good, have fun. It's good. You should play it. Yeah, it's always cheap as well, because it's, like, in the uh, PlayStation, uh, whatever they call it, um, Oh, it's hits. in that PlayStation Plus collection, I think. You can get it yeah, for free if you get a so. PS5 and a PS Plus subscription. Or if you've got a friend with a PS5 and you want to be uh, tricky. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's like, there's just so much fun to be had. Like, I don't... Yeah have anything else to say i can't there's nothing bad about it essentially yeah um, it's just good just awesome all right want to hear number four i would love to hear what number four what have we got as number four so our number four best video game adaptation of all time is alien isolation what and it again. really is it just it it's like <sighs> the perfect are you a adaption. fan of the films i have only really seen the first one all you need to see really for this yeah and it is i mean it's aged a bit because of course it yeah. is but it is just pure that yeah and it's like it's set in the universe it's not an adaptation which i think is good yeah absolutely so he plays ellen ripley's daughter who's like jessica ripley or rebecca or something um but yeah it's like it's just terrifying you're getting chased around by a xenomorph in a spaceship what more could you want and it's like has that same tension one of the biggest like 
I don't even want to call it a jump scare because I knew it was happening. Yeah. What, genuine, like, my heart hurt afterwards. Because, <laughs> like, I turned the corner. I knew that it was coming. I could hear it around. I turned the corner and I saw it and it, like, turned and looked at me. And Ooh. I had to run away. And I didn't know how far behind me it was. Yeah. And I was just, like, trying to slide under this under this desk. And then it, it got me. Yeah. And I, I was on stream at the time, so you can fucking see the clip. I think I was watching that one. I yeah, screamed. Um... Like, I just... It was such a guttural fear. Oh, oh it's like... It's what you say about, it's like, you know that the xenomorph is going to be there, but it's it's the confirmation that you're right yeah. that scares me the most. Yeah. It's like, I think it's going to be, then it's there, and you're like, <gasps> and like, the breath leaves your body, <laughs> and so you're just scary. like, no. Um, it's, the, it's the xenomorph reveal. It's probably one of my most oh, terrifying God, moments yeah. of all time. So it's like you have sort of heard it a lot, mm. and you've seen its tail at some point, but it's like you... You're in, like, a small room, and it drops down out of the ceiling, and Terrible. your character has never seen one of these before, so she's also, like, freaking out, like, what the fuck is that? But like, it comes down real slow, you you pan up over, and you see it, and I'm just sitting there, like, pissing myself. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And also, I'm a fan of the film, so I'm like, oh my god, it looks so good! <laughs> but I'm like, I'm just freaking out, and then I get out of the room, and I just pause the game for half an hour. Yes, there. But you can also, like, I just walked it. off, I'm like... You can use it to your advantage because there are people and like people that are trying to kill you on the ship. Yeah, and you can so throw cool. a noise maker to oh, ensure that it'll kill those people. Yeah, that's cool. So like, as because obviously they start panicking and trying to shoot it, and you just sneak yeah. around the corner and get to where you want while it fucking kills a bunch of people. I'm just like, I'm surprised this game doesn't have VR. Oh, <laughs> I'm so glad it does. I would shit myself. <laughs> Oh, it's one of maybe it's the just, scariest yeah. game I've ever played. It's just fucked. Oh, absolutely. It's just like perfect. It's just I've never finished it as well because it was getting too hard. I was like, yeah, fair. I'm sick of getting killed by this fucking xenomorph every time <laughs> I try and get through this corridor. So I was like, it. But the thing is, it's just it's perfect. Like mm. you have the little thing from the film that beeps, like the motion sensor, Terrible. and you can crawl through vents. And I'm like, because the scene that always gets me in the film is. Uh, she's going through the vent or whatever, Mm-mm-mm. and then the xenomorph is like in there, and it's like that's just me the whole time, hearts pounding like fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> I love it. It's incredible. So good. Um, shall we move on to number three? I think we shall. What is number three? So our number three is Insomniac's Marvel's Spider-Man what from a game. 2018 on the PS4 and at PS5. We can talk about how its combat is incredible. We can talk about web swinging and how fucking how good freeing it and fun it. You could just do it for hours. Yeah. But I think what really stands out is its story and its depiction of this it's character. So darn good. He is the best Spider-Man. Absolutely. Period. Absolutely. It's just pure. Everything about it is good. He questions himself just the right amount. He's always the yeah. hero. Like that final scene where he really wants to do something, but he knows he can't because it's with great power comes great responsibility. And sometimes you've got to make I think personal we can... sacrifices. I was going to say, I think we can spoil the ending, but no, let's not. Because my friend played it recently with no spoilers and then... What a moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... Such a big... So good. And like the story's so hard hitting, but like it's the perfect balance of being like a very dark story... And emotional, but also being quite light. Yeah. 
and fun, like, because you're Spider-Man, like, he's trying to have fun and everything. Um, it has moments like that, uh, one of my favourite parts is where you get evicted from your apartment, and oh, you've dude. got to, like, chase a, a garbage truck with all your shit in it. Yeah. Because that's Spider-Man, like, he's down on his luck, he's not paying his rent. It's just like that realisation, like, holy shit, Spider-Man's homeless right now. Yeah. <laughs> his relationship with MJ is incredible. Shut up, everyone, I really love this version of MJ. I think she's I great. like her a lot, yeah. I think she's awesome because she feels like she has an impact on the story. Mm. She's not just Spider-Man's girlfriend, she is her own character with agency. She's also not his girlfriend in the game as well, so... Oh, they've... She is not... They spoke she's not, like oh, sorry. awkward exes, and I fucking... Yeah. App- oh my god. She's... She's not in the game to be the love interest. No. And she's not in the situation to be... Because she's the love interest. She's in the situation because she wants to stop the bad guys. She wants to help. Because it's the right thing to do. I think that that's awesome. Um, you've also got, like, Miles Morales in there. There's a really, really fun character mm-hmm. who then sets up, you know, my nine from number four. Like, or number eight was Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just think it's such an awesome, awesome, awesome game. I've played it probably four times at least. It's the perfect um, depiction of deck. A perfect yeah. adaption. Because it like and takes away the weak, excuse me, takes away the weaknesses, and just takes the good shit. Yeah, and also on the gameplay, it's like the game that I sit down, I put on a video that I'm listening to or a podcast mm. or whatever, and I just swing around. Oh, it's so good because it's so good. I do the combat because it's so good. But even the podcast really in game because J J Jameson fucking rules. That's the funniest yeah, shit. Yeah, it's so good. It's everything about it is just perfect, but it's sadly not number two or number one because they're even better somehow. Somehow they're even better than the perfect depiction of Spider-Man. Give us number two. So our number two is Batman, Arkham, City. What else? It couldn't be anything else. It couldn't be anything else because it's incredible. It's It's like the perfect dovetail to the Batman the Animated Series. Everything that it's, is probably the game I've played the most times over. Like that story, really? I think I've played that. Not not my game with the most hours, but like the game I've gone right. back and just I just want to experience that story again. I just want to go through yeah. it again. Wonder City, it's exploring the, Arkham. It's it's the first game where I finished it and was immediately like, I'm playing this again. Yeah, um, I did exactly the same. I'd like immediately load up New Game Plus and just went through it again. And I never do that. I'm uh, not someone who likes to repeat games like i yeah. need a break but not this one i just yeah. played it and played it and played it just play through it it's so good the, st- the story of batman the joker is emotional and hard-hitting everyone knows the ending the death of the joker is an incredible scene what a fucking um, like the ball i mean they kind of dropped the ball in the next one by bringing him back a bit but like the balls to kill the joker yeah and and it's like i said like because you've got the vocal performances from mark hamill and kevin oh, conroy it just works perfectly as the ending to Paul Dini's art animated series. Mm-hmm. Like, it all culminates there. And Paul Dini's writing, and it's incredible. Um, it sets up the next game really well and, like, calls back to Arkham yeah. Asylum. There's some yep. genuine heart. Like, Scarecrow's oh. little boat scared the shit out of me when I found yeah. that. Oh and that's God. not even part of the story. That's no. just there. Like, it's to set up the next one. Every um, side mission felt important. Zaz's one stuck yep. sticks with me so much it's so good well it's Mr. Freeze's story in that in oh. those both games like it's just very like it's minor but like it's awesome um, his boss battle's incredible his boss battle is the best yeah sorry that's the one thing you have to talk about with Arkham City is it's probably the best boss fight ever made yeah um, it just makes sure you 
if you've only been doing one or two things, it teaches. It's like a great way to teach you other ways well, to do yeah, things. Exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. Or yeah, quickly, quick breakdown of the boss fight yeah, because yeah, yeah. if you don't know, Mister Freeze, his suit adapts every time you do a takedown. So you have to do like every single takedown that you have, or something like every stealth takedown, every gadget takedown, essentially. Um, and it's everyone, but a whole like, bunch yeah, of them. you've got to. Yeah, and it's like. And you got to pick every which time one you, you do. do oh, sorry, sorry, because uh, like, yeah, exactly. if you do the glide kick really early, then then you can't glide anymore because yeah. he freezes the air, and it's that so is going to limit cool. your way to get around. If you do one from yeah. a gargoyle and he takes out the gargoyles, then that's all your movement. Then you are grounded, so you've got to like. It's like yeah, you're now on the ground. Get creative it's with it. Very very cool. So it's yeah, it's just such an incredible boss fight. Um, I think the. Just trying to think of negatives in it. There's I not can't. a whole fucking lot. Um, the the world feels so full and yeah, it's fun to explore. There are so many secrets to find, and oh, I always just had so much fun as a kid, just going around and like you know dropping down on criminals. You feel like Batman. Yeah. Um, they're little just it's... them chatting around, being able to listen to their conversations, yeah. and then you might catch something that'll give you a hint of where to go somewhere else. It's very cool. It's oh, I think God. the. I think the area where it's like sort of aged a bit is just like some of the character designs could be a little less sexualized. Um, for sure, for sure. But otherwise, like it's the perfect depiction of those characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Catwoman in that game is a really, really good Catwoman. Poison Ivy in that game, excellent Poison Ivy. Even better in Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. But like, um, Bane isn't great. The Joker, don't like Bane. so he's cool. Kind of no, he doesn't do anything. I like, I liked him a lot in Arkham Asylum, and then it's like he's that's kind of the end of his story is in Arkham City, and it's not very interesting. Yeah. But um. It's just best version of Bane is Arkham Origins. Um, Ooh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I prefer Batman and Robin, cool. but that's fun. Yikes! <laughs> Find a cliff and jump off. Um, <laughs> it's it's just such a good game. It's just I just fun. yeah and I love it. Innovative, like it started. Yeah. I mean, Arkham Asylum was the proof of concept. I would say for this oh, style of easy. fighting, and then Arkham City. It's just Expand. I went through it again recently. Like I played it again recently, mm. so I know that it's not a nostalgia thing. That's like making this game great. I'm like, no, this game it is still awesome. holds up, and it would have to to inspire so much to come. Well, yeah, that's like where the that's where the free flow combat yeah. system comes from. So it insp- like I know it's not exactly the same, but it it does share similarities with the Spider-Man combat. Like yeah. there wouldn't be the Spider-Man combat without. The influence but of Arkham. What I will say is, I think that Spider Man's combat is better. Oh, for sure, because it's, it's, yeah. it's innovated on that, like that yeah. groundwork that Arkham City did. Absolutely, I completely agree. I love it. So good, incredible game. One of the best Batman stories. But it is not so our cool. number one. It's not. It's not the best game of all time because the best game, not even best adaptation, unequivocally, just the best game of all time. I would unequivocally, definitively, no game is better. Then Lego Star Wars, the complete saga. I would almost, like, say that. What a fucking game that is. It's awesome. Just, I love it. I remember playing Lego Star Wars 1, loving it, playing Lego Star Wars 2. Right. Hang on, there's a new version with both of them, and they have updated yeah. levels, and more characters, and yeah. more secret. Yeah. What a package. I'm just like, it is just so good. Like, it's so funny. You don't need dialogue to be funny. Uh, The level design is really cool. (laughs) It's like, the visuals, I think, are still very good. Um, Yeah, it's charming. All this time later. 
Yeah. It, it is. It um, manages to be a perfect adaption while being a comedy. It yeah. looks fun. Like, it the really... Series. I think what's great is they don't hold back on, like, the more violent scenes. Mm. Like, um... It, they even it in some ways make it worse. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the scene in episode one where the spaceship explodes and like when they're on the Trade Federation yeah. ship and then they blow up the, the ship in the game it explodes then the skeletons fall. It's <laughs> fucked up. It's great. It's so funny and messed up. Um, they. Uh, I'm just trying to think of anything i think the only bit i never liked as a kid was playing the start of episode four because it's a very long level when you're going through tatooine Um, i remember so in the first one what was like it's a weird thing but it's interesting to me minus the vehicle levels there is a character with a lightsaber in every level for the first three like one two and three but that changes in four five and six Yeah. yeah there is always a character with a lightsaber that you play as that's interesting. It has no bearing. I just that's like a thing that I noticed. No, but that's yeah, that is really really cool. Well, because episode four, it's like the guy with the lightsaber is dead pretty <laughs> yeah. quickly. So um, it's such a good spoilers for Star Wars: A New Hope. Obi Wan Kenobi dies. <gasps> actually, um, and there's just like and it started that unlockable characters of just having as many as they could fit in. You can play as a gong yeah. droid because fuck it, just play as a gong droid. You can. You get to replay can... each level as like. To unlock all the different secrets and all the different... The secrets are nuts. There are still secrets that I don't think I ever discovered. Oh, and absolutely. And that's insane to me. There are, yeah, I have that's not like, And I did a lot in that game. I really wanted to, um, I just haven't. It's incredible. And I'm really hyped for the new one. I just hope that it's good. Maybe this will um, take that. Maybe that'll take this spot. Hopefully. Uh, what a... Because it's going to be cool. What a game. Also, the boss fights are always just a lot of fun. They're, it's such a creative... Like, it, it shouldn't be good. It is yeah. a Lego game, so it's, like, already, it's a brand, you know, it's advertising a Lego brand. Yeah, yeah, And it's Lego Star Wars, blah, oh my god, it's gonna be the biggest tie-in shit ever. And it was made with such care and love, and love. that I don't so think cool. you find in the more... I recently played Lego DC uh, Super Villains, yep. and, ooh, it is rough. It's just not the same. Even, like, I played Lego Batman 2, which is a game that I really mm. liked, but it's even... It's just not the, the same. The dialogue does, um, like, as awful... I don't want to sound like a fucking boomer cunt, but, like... <laughs> the dialogue does ruin a lot of that... And, like, bringing up... I think... One of my favourite parts is the Luke, I am your father bit. Oh, my God! And he pulls out the photo! Because <laughs> like, he still murmur, doesn't murmur. get it, or whatever? Like, it's the point of, like, yeah... Me, you... Murmur, murmur. That's so fucking funny. So good. The uh, the thing the thing that I'm excited about with the new one with regards to having dialogue is that it will be Clone Wars voice actors and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Which is really exciting because it's like I want to see the Clone Wars voice actors do the uh, the lava pit scene from Episode Three, the You and My Brother. But it's like, yeah, I will be playing if they have a mumble oh, mode. Mumble. I will be playing that version. Um, it was like because it didn't matter what age you were. Slap yeah. that kind of slapstick is always. It'll give you a giggle, you know? Yeah. I still remember. And it was like... Oh, I was so young. I would have been like six or seven. When did it come yeah. out? 2005? I With think so, yeah. Okay, it would have been seven. I remember we had a plumber come over or some shit. Some workman. And we were playing Lego Star Wars yeah. on the TV. And he's like, oh, Lego Star Wars, that's so much fun. 
And I turned to him and I was like, oh, do you play it with your kids? Because in my head it was like so ingrained that video games are for children. Yeah. And he's like... And he goes, I don't have kids. Yeah, he literally said like, no, I'm just playing it on my own. It's just really fun. And Aww. I was like... I'm sh- I-, I felt bad afterwards being like, oh my god, I made this man feel like a child. But to me, <laughs> it had such an impact of like, oh shit, I can enjoy this when I'm an adult. This isn't just... Yeah. I can still enjoy video games. That fucking rules. I just I just feel like I'm just going to go back and play it again. I've got it in, in the next room. Um, because I've got it on Xbox 360, so, so I might do play it. it again. Do it. It's so funny. It's so And you can rip people's arms off as Chewbacca. <laughs> it's fucked. And that's an important thing to note. Also, it's got the bloody naked stormtroopers. That's like so the, funny. Not naked, but only like the swimsuits and everything. It's hilarious. Genuinely one of the best games I've ever played. Yeah. Like, it's just always stuck with me. It is so much fun. That's why it's number one. I don't think <laughs> I'll have a video game experience as good as playing through that game with my brother. Like, I yeah. just can't imagine having... Because we were both laughing together. We would play it as much as we could. What yeah. a game. So cool. Anyways, with that being said... Thank you for joining us Thank you for, for the twenty five, the top 25 video game adaptions it'll have a better title by the time this is released a title yeah um thank you for joining us on this incredible and long journey um just real quick if they wanted to contact you how would they do so you could contact me and find me at twitch.tv slash a forgotten donut where i do streaming of video games maybe i'll do oh no i did lego star wars once and then i it got muted because it had star wars music in it that's right sad times you can also find me on twitter at a forgotten donut where my terrible opinions are at what about you, Dustin? Hell yeah. So, I am also on Twitch. I'm Dustin, a.k.a. Dustin, on Twitch.tv. Um, I also have an email that's just, like, Dustin Caldwell Twitch. I'm on YouTube. I've got a YouTube channel. It's Dustin, a.k.a. Dustin. I do, like, lots of little gaming clips and everything. Good. It's rather fun. Um, and, yeah, that's basically me. And what if they want to contact the podcast? If you want to contact the podcast together with your own ideas, because we'll be back next week with... Back to adapting your favourite comics, Hell movies, yeah. TV shows, and being like, what if they were a video game? So if you've got any ideas of what you want to see adapted, send us an email. And hey, if you've got an adaption with that, maybe maybe chuck it in and we'll uh, we'll read it out on the pod. So you can do that at AdapterPals on Twitter, or alternatively, AdapterPalsPod at gmail.com. Those links are going to be in the description for you. Hell yes. But what I can hear right now is the theme song. Join us next week for another awesome adventure. Thank you so much. I love you. Much love. See you next time.